as you know, Luke and Ian are very similar generic names. Both white guys, both skinny, both man buns. It's not that surprising that they're in a band. What's more surprising is that they don't they don't have a black guy who plays bass. That's not a thing. I don't know why people think that's a thing. That's not a thing. Man buns and bands, that's a thing. If man buns and bands is a thing, black guys and playing bass is a thing, all right? Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast. My name's Evan. I'll be your host this week. Episode 108. We've been here for quite some time. Joining me, as always, are the two other co-hosts. We trade off. Uh, James and Mike, how are you guys doing this week? Uh, quite good. Good? It's all staying hydrated? Pretty good. Oh, pretty yeah. good. You know? Apparently, we're mixing big batches of not crystal light. Um, well... You know, one does things sometimes. Right. Oh, that's fine. I, I, James, like, just, just takes down his camera. <laughs> no. Well, that's good. So James did just make some tea. I'm curious why you chose tea flavor. Uh, just something you like. It's never my preferred uh, choice, you know? So, so I bought them. My goal was to buy, buy these in bulk on Amazon. Because they buy them in bulk at work, and I was like, I need to get those. But they buy them from like an office supply company that sells the kind that you would find like in a store if they were really going to serve you this. Mm-hmm. So they had like forty eight in a pot in a box. I looked on Amazon, couldn't find those. So I found a similar brand that gave you roughly about fifty or sixty. They took uh, like five or six small boxes and like glued them all together or taped them all together, and they ship you that. So they only had the only flavors I was able to find was like iced tea and raspberry iced tea. Uh. So that's all I have. Yeah, trust me, I didn't want iced tea. I wanted like you know, mango lemon party time or something like that. You know what I mean? Not like fucking iced tea. That's just lame. But those, why, why did you just order lesser quantity? But it was like uh, you know me. No, like, I gotta go dude. big. No, the price was like fifteen bucks for forty eight. That was a great deal. Right, or five bucks for fucking twenty. It just didn't make sense, you know. I mean, wait, wait, five, wait, wait. Well, five, well, yeah, that's actually like, a lot better deal. That's not. That's not. That's not. No, it was more like he's like that's not accurate. Wait, that's, yeah, <laughs> more like three bucks for I don't know five bucks for ten or something. I don't know. Just don't even quote me. I don't even know what I'm doing mm-hmm. anymore. But you might have enjoyed it. Yeah, it might have been. It might have seemed like a good deal. <laughs> it might have seemed like averagely a good deal. <laughs> Averagely. <laughs> word of the day. Yeah, word of the day. Well, good. Um, anything noteworthy you guys want to catch up on from last week? Parties, off-season dart rule changes. <clears throat> uh, well, James was not at darts this week. I'm calling you out. Yeah, uh, I thought, isn't it, did it just start again this week? Yeah, it did. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was there. I didn't do too well, but I did well enough for me. Mm-hmm. So I was happy. Um, like I actually won a game against one of the other guys who's been playing for like 10 plus years. 
So, you know, felt kind of good about that. And then every other game we played was neck and neck. He just got there first. Mm-hmm. So. Well, congratulations. I don't feel too bad about it, you know. Continuously uh, improving. I like it. That's right. Uh, so that was Wednesday. Then Friday night, we had a little get-together over at somebody's house. Yeah. No, we had to get together at someone's house. James was there. Um, I think we had a good time. To celebrate National Donut Day, the the greatest of all holidays. Mm -hmm. Phil's birthday. Yeah, that was that's the dumbest thing in the world. So my job celebrated National Donut Day. They didn't tell anyone. And when I say my job, I mean the office building we're in, not my company. Uh, so we walked outside to where the smokers hang out, and on the tables was, on each table outside in the parking lot, was a box of donuts, a 12, like a six-pack box of donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, why is there donuts on each table? There's like two or three tables of donuts on them. And our my friend, my coworker was like, uh, I think it's National Donut Day. And I, I said, let's look. We walked up, opened the package, and of course... It's a full box of donuts, all melted and destroyed. <laughs> From because it's noon, it's fucking noon, and I'm like, "Yo, why are these donuts just left outside? Like, what the fuck? Whose That's idea was this? Such expert planning. Yes, horrible. <laughs> like, at least put them in the in the in the lobby, in like on a table, and say, take one. There's no notes or nothing. I was like, nobody's gonna just pick up a random donut from a random place. That's hmm. amazing. Yeah, You're like, awesome. this is obviously a trap. We got yeah, I was like, this is like a cyanide donut. Let's just leave this alone. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Right, so we had a Phil's thing on Friday. Uh, that was fun. I was a little late to that because uh, I, I had an impromptu trip to go pick up a couch. Nice. So got one of them free couches off Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty nice. Pretty nice, I gotta say. It's actually you, a pretty. Have you pretty napped nice on it yet? I have not. The cat has claimed it as his own, though. So okay. He, Good uh, enough. He very next. much enjoys it. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. The the couch came from a good neighborhood. <laughs> so <laughs> is it from a good curb? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, we we got it out of the guy's house. Um, on Capitol Hill. Ooh. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So. What's what material is it? Like micro suede. Berber. No, I don't know. That's <laughs> Berber, boy. So you got to boil it first. <laughs> did, you, did you boil your couch, Mike? They, sanitize it. The glue, nice and soft. The guy did say it should be in his post on Craigslist. He did say he's like it's clean and everything is fine. He's like, he's like it should probably be steam cleaned though. Uh huh. This is his recommendation. But I mean, you look at it; it's fine. You know, it's nothing. You know. Yeah, uh, you know, nothing. <laughs> nothing dangerous lives immediately below the surface. That's cool. Right. Michael's like, I'm not going to steam clean. Come on, come on. <laughs> it's like you um, guys jizz all over this thing, man. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. It's the fine. person I, I picked it up with is like, so why is it free? He's like, is there a? He's like, is there like a dead hooker in it or something? <laughs> like, you know, like you'll find out. <laughs> it's like you pick it up. It's like, yeah, this weighs about as much as a dead hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's really heavy. I mean, it's a couch. That's they're mahogany. Not, they're not light. Yeah, so. that's great. But uh, yeah, it is like almost like a like some kind of. You know, it's kind of like a smooth texture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's light blue. 
Mm-hmm. What's the blue from uh, from Fight Club? He's like cornflower blue or some shit. Yeah, cornflower blue. <laughs> oh, it's like that. No, no but it's a uh, yeah. It's a good couch. I'm I'm pleased with it. Excellent. Because I was gonna like, oh, let me look at Marlo. Let me look at this. Let me look at that. You know, Marlo still a thing? Yep. Huh. $400, $600, $800, you know. Bob's Furniture, a Bobopedic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, well I guess yeah. Bobopedic is a, is a bed, but yeah. It doesn't even sound real. Okay. Oh, it, it's real. Um, but yeah, what? so this is at least good a good starter couch. Yeah. Know? Well, that's nice. Maybe it'll keep the cat out of your hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And keep the cat hair on the couch <laughs> where it belongs. <laughs> yes. The, the couch has been covered in blankets. Oh God! So the cat, <laughs> like, in a, like 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 any couch at an old lady's house. <laughs> well, the cat, we got it, and the cat immediately started using it as a scratching post. Oh man! So we're we're trying to prevent that as much as we can. Why don't you uh, buy a scratching post, Michael? We have the scratching boards, which he also uses, but mm-hmm. you know. He's like, oh, a new bed? Oh, a new couch? I mean, you know. Oh, jeez. He's been scratching posting your bed? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, Mike. Dude, trim, at least trim its claws. Who? You trim the cat's claws, cats. right? The couch? Oh. No. The- <laughs> you said it. Oh, my God. The couches? <laughs> no, clip well, those claws, man. You don't get them removed, of course, but just, you know, make sure they're not sharp. Uh, you gotta do it like you know once a week or something. Once a week? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Jesus Christ! You didn't know that people clip animals' claws. A girl yeah, I dated when, did when that we, all the time. When we take him to the vet, we get no, them no, no, clipped. No, we no don't, you we do don't it yourself. Do we don't yeah, do you that. do. Yeah, you it's a nail clipper you can buy. You just you, you just squeeze it and you put the, cl- the put their claw in there. I'm well aware of yeah. the device. You need to. You can't let. What the is cat. it with you kids? It's food, food, food every other day. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Eating and breathing, and eating and breathing. Every other day, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Evan, that's a great one. I think of that one often, actually. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's like the shelter's on to me. <laughs> yeah, Bender Burgers. Yeah, yeah. So clip your cat's claws, and I mean they won't stop him from scratching. He'll just get more frustrated if he tries to climb your chair. Uh, it just won't leave as, you know, deep gouge marks everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right. He won't well, like it, but, you know, just hold him down. You're you're bigger. I'm bigger. Yeah. Have you met my cat? <laughs> I have. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, cool. All right. So, yeah, couch, party, um, some pulled pork. Mm-hmm. So I I missed most of the other food, but I did have the pulled pork there. That was good. From that was David who made that. Oh, it, homemade. It was it was quite good actually. Nice. Uh, McCormick's pit, Memphis pit, hey. dry rub for twenty four hours, and then or for twelve yeah twenty four hours, and then eight hours on slow with stubs. Regular two two bottles of stubs right in stubs regular, and it was a amazing situation. A masterpiece. Yeah, it was really good actually. I was kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. It was good. 
You could do that. That kind of like a was it like a pork shoulder or something. Those aren't too expensive. Yeah, he has dude. He has old process. He's like you get the you get the you get the uh, is you get the the roast. You cut off the fat cap. You don't want that fat cap on there unless you're gonna do something. Unless you got a smoker. He's saying if you got a smoker, you get the fat cap. You season that fat cap up. And he's going on and on. I was like, whoa, who is this guy? I'm like get the fuck out of here, Dave. You're like Dave knows things about things. He's no. His, apparently his parents ran a restaurant. Well, a yeah, successful that's restaurant. I thought you were say apparently he's a paleontologist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> his stegosaurus knowledge is quite amazing. <laughs> Hence the pit pork, the pulled pork situation. Mm-hmm. Like most people don't know this, but the uh, the modern uh, eating pig that comes directly from a triceratops. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so well, yeah, that sounds that was, good. That, that was a good time. I was over there, you know, chilling, chilling. No, mm-hmm. yeah, Phil, Phil's house is always a unique pleasure. Um, good people. Uh, his friends are pretty cool. I enjoyed myself as well. There's a scene, there's a thing in my. It's probably long gone now, but uh, Phil walks into the house with a full. So he, they were talking about the difference between a scythe and a and a sickle. Yeah. And and one guy was trying to explain to the other girls who, that a sickle is not the thing that you see death carrying. That that is a handheld thing, and that is the thing that you see in the Russian flag. And then a scythe is the full blown thing that death carries. Like so tool. yeah, Phil walks outside, comes back in with a full sickle, a full scythe, like fucking six feet tall with like a fucking <laughs> blade, like shink. You know, like fucking ridiculous blade, <laughs> and he's got the two handles on it, and he's like, he's like, this is a scythe. Oh, I was like, Jesus Christ! It's like Phil, where'd you get that? Oh, I made it last night, dude. He's such a weird dude. He had a baseball bat, and I've seen this bat many times, but it's, it's studded with nuts and bolts on it. So it's like like a Mad Maxian style, like mm-hmm. you know, you know, witness me, like type bat. <laughs> So he has that thing, and he's like, he's like showing us. He's like, "Oh, come by, we can make make some, make some of these." He's like, "I got a bunch of bats." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I got a bat guy." Yeah, he's like, "I got a yeah, I got a bat guy." Yeah, man, he's That's a funny awesome. guy. Yeah, it feels great. I'll have to. Uh, we'll get together with you guys next time I'm in town. Yeah, when you come up, we'll have to. You have to come you have to meet yeah. Phil. You'd I've, like him. I've met him. I just never been to his house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd enjoy it. It's a good time. Oh, James, uh, his wife is showing me some pictures from when she was in, uh, like, OCS, we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she told me, so, you know, she joined, she was already a nurse, mm-hmm. right? And she joined, so that's, you know, they make you an officer, like, automatically, you know? Sure. And, but I was like, I was like, so did you go to boot camp, then you go to OCS, or how to work? She's like, oh, no, 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 no. She's like, for uh, for medical people, there's just like a special thing we go to. And, you know, they just treat us like, yeah, it's whatever, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. she's like, it was like day camp. She's like, it was great. She's yeah. like, we're doing like this land nav stuff. And she's like, you're supposed to do it on your own. She's like, but they don't really trust us, you know, to do this kind of thing. So they buddy us up and... <laughs> She said they had a, a drill sergeant there trying to teach them how to march. And I oh, guess geez. he's he's told like to be you know, you can't go crazy on him. So he's like, just just march. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like losing his shit, you know. But like but he can't like yell at them, you know? Like oh like that's hilarious. 
Yeah, I told her next time you're over there, James, she'll have to show you the pictures. Oh, man, that's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah, she was a captain, right? Mm, maybe. I think she was a captain. I think she told me she was a ca- She left a captain. <clears throat> well, there you go. Which is no small feat. Yeah, she said, you know, the people there, like, like there's another guy there who, like, he's like a neurosurgeon. So he's like a lieutenant colonel or something. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So it's like you can't, like, they're like you can't yell at him. He's like he's the highest ranking person there, like in training, <laughs> whatever. Like, so, so it's like, yeah, whatever, you know. Like I was like, man, that's pretty funny. I forgot what that movie, the TV show was called. I think it was, uh, it was about doctors in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like it was like Mash, but in Afghanistan, and it was only had one season or something. But it was a great show, and this explains a lot actually, because <laughs> the doctors in the show were so like like chill as fuck. They were having a great time, and I was like, "This is bullshit." Yeah, this is a bullshit representation. But now I get it, right? Like now, like <laughs> it, to- it totally makes sense. Like some guy who like spent like six or like six or seven years going to become a doctor, you know, you're not gonna just fucking be like, all right, time to go to boot for, you know, a year or whatever. You're, nah, no, no, they're, they're not going to do that. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. How long is normal boot camp? Eight weeks? Uh, eight, is it 12 six, weeks, maybe? Eight, six maybe. weeks or eight, or eight weeks? Uh, Marines is longer, I assume. It's eight to 12, I thought it was eight to 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Sure, we could Google it, but yeah, it's not that long. got to go to Air Force boot camp. Yeah, you bicycles and... <laughs> Yeah, cheeseburgers. I don't care. It's like time to march. Get in the golf cart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. I, still, I like the Air Force though. In uh, in one of Mark Tufo's books, like his, like you know, the the main character, he was a Marine, right? And his brother was in the Armed Forces too, but he was in the Air Force. So he's like kind of a bungler, you know. And they meet up with these other guys who were in the army, and they're like. They see what his brother's doing. They're like, I thought you told me he was in the military. He's like, Air Force. The guy's like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Poor Air Force guys. <laughs> I'd be in the Air Force. Fuck that. I would, too. I, I mean, I, I would if I got to do something cool, but true, wouldn't. Right. None of us right. would. <laughs> yeah, well, we wouldn't. Be like fucking a supply clerk somewhere or something stupid, you know, <laughs> or guard duty. Yeah, now that'd no. be some. That'd be fine. Whatever. We're all I do that. we're all selling ourselves short. We'd all take the ASVAB and we'd all end up IT guys. So that's yeah, true. that's what happened. It would suck. Like we're in Satcom. Great. Yeah, kill yourself. Deliver the new ciphers. Yeah, yeah fun. Basically, <laughs> if we're lucky, we'll be the guys like turn your key, sir. Turn <laughs> your key. No, it wouldn't be that. Be like, no, we, we still uh, have some systems that need Windows 2000. So can you go fix that old <laughs> laptop? Like, uh. yeah, <laughs> need legacy support. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you use a five and a quarter floppy drive dad for it, like yeah, it's like great. Here you go. <laughs> Here's a key that's... to a very old safe filled with floppy drives, <laughs> floppy disks. Oh, that's right. Doesn't some of their systems still use like even the bigger floppy disks than that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five like, and a quarter. No, no, like eight inch. Oh, I don't, maybe I don't Which know. I've I think never, some I've old never nuclear actually systems. seen. I, mean, yeah, I, seen I the, thought the missile systems used five and a quarter uh, flop inch floppy disk. 
Oh, I thought they were using like eight inch floppy. They disks. might, they might use those as well. The article I read said five and a quarter, oh, but that, okay. that doesn't mean they don't use those other ones. Oh, okay. that just means that the right author has never heard of an eight inch one. It was like I don't know what that is, <laughs> and they left it out. <laughs> Could it's, be that's probably true. Actually, my uh, my coworker, <laughs> one of our patrons of the show, he uh, he has an eight inch floppy disk at work. I was like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> He has an eight-inch floppy, not a drive, but a disc. Yeah, yeah, like three M. Wow, it'd be great if someone, if you like, inherited someone's job, and in the top drawer there was a five and a quarter disc with the word "pass" written on it, and you're like, "What the fuck is this for?" Someone comes in and looks for it, you know, a year later, they're like, "Where's the password disc?" You're like, "I thought that shit was a bathroom pass. It's like covered in garbage." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Can only imagine. You know, imagine if you had to like, like, look, man, the floppy drive stopped working. You'd be like, uh, <laughs> and have, have <laughs> one, air, have one airdrop from IBM. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? They're, they're, are they making these anymore? I don't think so, right? Yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they are. I don't know. Shit, who the fuck knows? Damn, I wish I want. I want. I want. I want one. You can get one. I want a five and a quarter floppy drive and some discs to do something with. I don't know what, but I want to do something with it. You can get one. I'm mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure it's called eBay. That's <laughs> all over there. I have two five and a quarter floppies in my thing right here. Mm-hmm. Floppy drives. Who knows why? Apple two E baby. Here's my. Here's another problem I have. If you type in floppy disk drive, three point five inch. Uh, drives come up mm-hmm. because that's not a fucking floppy disk and i don't know why that sometime between when i stopped working at CompuSA and these drives became 3.5 inch disk drives somehow they fell into the realm of floppy disk drive and i i was alive it wasn't like these were f- always floppy disk drives it was this is like calling these floppy disk drives is like calling nec neck it's like people just decided one day they're like floppy disk. It's a disk, right? Floppy. It's the same thing. Floppy disk. It's not the same thing. One is clearly floppy. One is clearly hard. It's totally different thing, dude. And it just drives me fucking crazy. So you type in floppy disk drive on Amazon, and there's nothing but three three point five inch disk drives. I agree that the terms got lumped together. However, the small floppy medium inside the Rigid 3.5 inch. Yeah, cassette. but that's not what they're talking about. Uh, but you're right. But that's not what they're talking about. Oh my god! So there's a website floppydisk.com, and they sell floppy drives. Are there ones we don't know about? Uh, I only see uh, three and a half and five and a quarter, but they sell new internal five and a quarter floppy drive. For $179. Oh, God damn. It's new. What's the connection, Mike? Scuzzy? The connection? Yeah. Fl- floppy, baby. Come on. What would you... Oh, well, no. I still have that old connection. Everybody does, I think. No, 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 no. Yeah, my computer <laughs> still has that somewhere. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I'm so pretty well. sure I've seen it, and I've been like, what the hell? Why is it still in there? Uh, sure? maybe if you have a weird if you have a weird motherboard, but it's like so, saying like yeah, I still got some ISA slots. Like why? No, <laughs> that's true. I don't. I, I don't have ISA slots. I'm pretty sure Mike and I both own a computer 
with a floppy connector. I'm sure I do. Yeah. Yes. Not the one I'm using right now, but I'm sure this does not have one. James, if you're going to go down this hole, find like an obscure, you know, Russian manufactured one. Uh, for, it takes know, rip, weird discs that are incompatible yeah, with everything else. Ripped out from uh, military machines, you know, made of solid metal. The discs are made of metal. <laughs> the discs are just a, just a sheet of steel. so I did find an 8 inch floppy disk a 5 pack oh there Um, you go (laughs) $8.99 still expensive $9? yeah $9 oh that's not bad you see the capacity depends on the uh, the drive you're using I think so it doesn't list the capacity does it? Mm mm-mm our military force will be run on super discs. Dude, remember when super discs <laughs> was a future? Yeah, my dad has one. Yeah, I got a Zip 250 around here somewhere. <laughs> 250. <laughs> 750, my friend. That's where it's at. That is a thing. But yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the problem is, though, it only can read 100 meg discs. It can't write to them. Yeah. But I think... The 250s can't read the 750s, right? Right. Yeah. Unfortunate. All right, man. We need to get jazz drives. Yeah. Two gigabytes or one gigabyte, depending. Wasn't it like a gigantic cartridge? Like chunk. Mm-hmm. The other right. one was SciQuest before that. Yeah. And before that, or maybe at the same time, was Bernoulli? Oh, yeah. Wow. All right, Mike. You're in charge. Use funds to procure very old technology that cannot be used anymore. (laughs) I'll use our show funds for that. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for the Patreon money. We're using it well. Uh, Oh, apparently Bernoulli was uh, actually made by iOmega. Maybe they bought them. That's a like box. I thought they were a a competitor. Maybe they split off at some point or something. But I remember buying a twelve X I I Omega CDR. It was so expensive, but man, I was like fucking twelve X. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Always in the pursuit for the faster faster copying process. I remember I sold I sold this this girl or this you know young woman a uh, for her laptop. She's like, I want a CD burner, right? And this is like in 2000, oh, yeah. 2001. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, well, you need to get this Yamaha external SCSI CD burner that we sell for four hundred dollars. <laughs> and since your laptop obviously doesn't have SCSI, because why would it? You know, unless it's a power book. Um. You need this adaptic like fourteen thirty or whatever. Yeah, oh CMCIA SCSI card. <laughs> How much was that thing? Like three hundred fifty dollars? No, like a hundred, hundred thirty dollars or something. I don't know. Adaptic. Everything they had was expensive. <laughs> so I hope they're out of business. Fucking assholes. Why would they be out of business, man? Of Come course on. they're not. They've been juicing motherfuckers for years. <laughs> Dude, do you remember? Do you remember? I wish I knew the name oh, of the SCSI got, card. They got bought by someone. Do you, do you remember the SCSI card we bought when I had a business? I do. 
How much did Excalibur cost? Approximately five hundred dollars. I think it was like nine hundred dollars. I thought it was I think five, it was, I think five it was or like, six hundred. I think it was no, like nine hundred dollars, and we found a place that had a deal, and it was five hundred dollars. That's that's possible. It was like an Adaptech seventeen seventy or something. I don't know. It was some crazy ass card, and it was like mm-hmm. this long. It's a scuzzy card, this fucking long. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Oh, I remember assholes. I remember, assholes. and we and we bought we bought hard drives that were the wrong hard drives. And we had to get these adapters to use the hard drives. Would you buy 80-pin hard drives or something? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. And so we found these adapters that were like basically little circuit boards that had an 80-pin connector. And then on the other side of it, it had like a standard 68-pin SCSI connector along with a power connector, Mm -hmm. like a Molex, a 4-pin Molex connector. So we had all these hard drives in there with all these adapters on them. Hooked up to this crazy ass scuzzy card. You're like zero I, airflow. Perfect. I wonder if, what, if that server is still there. Oh, I seriously doubt it. You think someone came in there and was like, look at this Mickey Mouse shit? <laughs> well, I know that when we lost that contract, we had, uh, you know, we got, they were like, give us the password. <laughs> we're tired of your shit. And I had, I gave them the password to the server. So I'm sure someone. I'm sure they've. I'm sure it's long since been done. Whatever with, or it's sitting in a storage room somewhere. I mean, that was well, Jesus yeah. Christ. Look how many years ago that was. It's in my brain, it seems powerful, but even now, I'm like that was a powerful ass computer. But looking back, I'm sure for them, looking but like looking back at it, I'm like that thing is old as shit. Like my phone is probably no. I mean, my desktop's probably four times the computer that was. Like 40, Forty times the computer. Yeah, right? there you go. Yeah. I mean that was like 2000 or 2001. That was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. So those are like Pentium, what was it? Pentium Pentium Pro? Pentium 3? No, it was Pentium 3 something. 800 or 1000? It was not a Pentium fucking 3, dude. It had to be. You think so? I don't think I, so. I built a Pentium 3 in 2000 or 2001, so maybe it was a Pentium 3 then, I don't know. A socket 371. Or no, you know what it was? I think we put in some random processors that you or someone had. No. It was like some Pentium, like some Xeons. Xeons? Am I making that up? Like we put dual Xeons in there? I think we were going to, and then that plan went to shit, and we had to go to plan B. We had to go buy, we bought a crazy motherboard, and then Rick broke it. (laughs) And then we had to buy a cheap motherboard, and we put a cheap motherboard, put a gigabyte motherboard in, even though we had bought a crazy motherboard. Yes. Because Rick broke it. We had to return it. Yep, and then Rick broke that motherboard, and we had to buy another one. <laughs> yes, he did the same thing twice. Oh, guys! Yeah, he broke the 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 clip for the yep processor the place where you clip on the, the or the heat ramp heatsink. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That should have been a warning. That's kind of nope. hard to do. Well, he managed to do it. He's so. fat ass sausages. If you're taking sausages, you're cramming them in a tiny space, and you're doing everything fast because you're an idiot. Then yeah, that that happens, and you got motor oil on your fuck on your fingernails, <laughs> and you're wearing a a too tight Hawaiian shirt. Somehow you have motor oil all over your areolas, you fat fucking piece of shit. <laughs> then <laughs> there you go. Oh, here we go. Oh, so man. mad at that. They're like, this guy smells funny. 
and he's he's wearing moccasins in the off in our office. Oh my god! Let me tell you something, uh, IO panel. I forget we're on this show right now. We're all so off target. Don't fucking work with friends. Just don't. Don't do it to yourself. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. I guess it smelled like wood chips and motor oil. <laughs> soaking in a bag of garbage. It was just so bad. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh, Jesus. Alright, let's go. That's hard. Let's... Alright, so, I mean, my week was pretty uh, low-key. <laughs> <laughs> just so I hung around the house. I'm uh, still... Still on the men, but feeling good. Uh, so we hop into some news. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Evan and I were talking about some elaborate pulley system. Oh that yeah, he was gonna make. So har- he, he put himself in a harness. Yeah, hoisted myself <laughs> around the. Uh, I like a. Uh, if I, you know, I had to. If so, the premise was if I lost the use of my legs, and if I built a house. I would fashion a harness for myself out of you know canvas, something like you would skydive with, with uh, various hooks on rails all around the ceiling, and I would hoist myself up somehow, uh, and just like scoot around the house, <laughs> like in and out of the showers, lay in the path of the water, mouth open, oh, in despair. <laughs> I love how we're like it's all a joke. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. So I saw an episode of. Uh, like I don't know that show with Ty 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 White guy I don't know the the guy who people are like is he gay Ty something he was the From home modern build. family no no he oh, was a no, home I, building guy yeah 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 um he uh there was a show where he did the they did the home reveal they drive around the bus and they do the home reveal and they'd like they 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 put a bus in front of people in their house with a picture of their old house. Mm-hmm. Then the people would they show the people here's your new home and it'd be like all the revamped and redone. And there was a kid who I think the kid was a paraplegic or something, and they had built this elaborate fucking system to carry this kid to any room in the house he wanted to go in. It was fucking dope. It was cool as shit. And it would just be like you'd be like. <laughs> You know, it was on rails in the ceiling. It was fucking cool, man. Yeah. It's like the, the, the chair that goes upstairs for old people. Yeah. You sit in, like that, but everywhere in the house. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Well, there you go. I mean, you could do that. That might be a little less... Uh... Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Or just have a truck drop me off in the woods, get eaten <laughs> by wolves, and it all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just lay there. He said have a truck drop me off in the woods. Okay. All right. Well. Just just open the bed, speed off, I'll roll out. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> oh, oh, a pickup truck. Okay. Yeah. You know, dump right. truck is fine too, but those are harder to rent. <laughs> Not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been uh you've been on the mend, right? Yep. Almost bit. I'm almost there. Getting there. All right. Better Fair by enough. the day. Fair enough. Good. All right. So we'll hop into some news. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I guess this first one is mine. So I'll go ahead and take the ball here and run with it. Roger Ball. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Love right. it. Shut up. No. <laughs> uh, so this is about a man named Nathan Larson. A 37-year-old accountant from Charlottesville, Virginia, is running for Congress as an independent candidate. 
he is also a pedophile, <laughs> as he as he admitted to Huff Post on Thursday. And he has bragged in website posts about raping his late ex-wife. Um, not the best move to get into politics, but maybe he sees you know how much people get away with now. He's like, fuck it. Wait, how's he? They say he's also a pedophile, and then they say as he admitted to, but they don't say how. How do you know he's a pedophile? He said, "Hey, I'm a pedophile." Pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got nothing to hide here, James. All right, he's running for office. I mean, <laughs> his, oh, his life's an open book. What is this? Yeah. What is this website? He's he he owned. Please pronounce in those and tell me why. I don't know how you pronounce. Su- souped, sweet, sweet, s u i p e d dot org. Swiped. Is, does know. he kidnap children? I don't know. And the other one is oh, incel, wait. incel, but apocalypse. So incelocalypse. Dot. Wow. It's got I don't even know. Dot I, I don't today. get the reference. I don't get the reference. What's incel? We Evan? talked about it. Well, we mentioned it a couple of year, uh, years ago, a couple of weeks ago. What is um, it? There was involuntary celibate. Yeah, yeah, involuntarily celibate. We talked. We briefly talked about a subreddit for incel and how like trash humans went there. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, okay, 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 yeah. So, huh. Mike, let's go back to that uh, the first one. S U I P E D, S U I. What's what's his name again? Nathan Larson. Okay, so where's he from? Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay, I'm trying to think of like, could it mean suicidal pedophile? Hmm. Sui pedophile. Or what's the SUI? I'm pretty, oh, oh uh, Evan, you got it. So down here it says Is it? Sui Pep it says a form for suicidal pedophiles. Fucking right. Me and there this guy know. connect on a level that No. No, 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 no. <laughs> it says Larson wrote numerous posts endorsing child rape and other forms of sexual abuse. No, Jesus no. Christ. <clears throat> um and also, dude, this insul apocalypse, it's a dot today site. Go fuck yourself, dude. You're like a subhuman. Who uses dot today? <laughs> Never mind all the rest of it. James, I like, mean, dot today. <laughs> that's that's a red flag right there. I mean, I mean, if you met someone and they said, "Oh, my site's blah blah dot today," you'd be like, "The fuck?" Dot today. Oh, nice meeting you. Are you stupid? Bye. Did you get tricked, or are you just like up to no good, dude? Come on, dot today. You just don't want people to find your site. Okay. So he was hosting these two websites along with his website for his campaign all on the same hosting provider, and I guess it was the same IP address on all of them. Mm-hmm. And so someone contacted his hosting provider was like, hey, you see this? And they're like, what the hell? And they terminated all of it. You know, they're like, mm-mm. Uh. Uh, and on his manifesto, his campaign manifesto, that's inappropriate. He called, he called a Nazi. He called Adolf Hitler a white supremacist hero. Urged Congress to repeal the Violence, Violence Against Women Act. Huh? He said we need to switch to a system that classifies women as property, huh? initially of their fathers and later of their husbands. So you could call this guy uh, a classic 
classic male. You what? You know, <laughs> in the general classic old. Cla- cl- what? Huh? <laughs> Evan. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. I don't either. Yeah. He's like I classic. Don't... Classic what? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Classic you know, from, from the olden days. Yeah. S- uh, there's some hints of the olden days, but then it's like goes. He goes to the next level. Um, uh, did you read the quote down at the bottom here? Uh, why doesn't every pedo just focus on making money so they can get a pedo wife and then either impregnate her with some fuck toys or adopt some fuck toys? What <laughs> the actual fuck? Mm-hmm. What, dude? What? What is going on in this world? Like, I realize. Okay, later on the show, I'm gonna talk about Rust. And <laughs> if you guys know what Rust is, it's just a cancer game. Mm-hmm. And when I read shit like this, I'm like, "Yo, Rust is real. It's in our world. Like, how can this exist? How could a person like this exist?" And he's typing this shit. This is what he wrote on his platform in October. Mm-hmm. This isn't like from like 20 years ago when he was like didn't know anything. No, this is October, motherfucker. This is crazy. Yeah. So apparently he's been in jail in the past. Um, he sent a letter to the Secret Service threatening to kill the president in 2008, which landed him in federal prison for 14 months <laughs> and barred him from seeking public office. But in 2016, the governor of Virginia, Terry McAuliffe, I don't know how you say his name, He's not the governor now, but restored voting and other civil rights to thousands of felons. Great. Allowing Larson to campaign yet again. Is this, is this, is this whole purpose of this just to spoil laws for, for, for felons who like, like that, that's what I realize these people are doing. Like anytime you see some shit like this, like, you know, they say, oh, we're going to pass a law to give like some like felons the right to vote because they're people, too. And if you just sold like a bag of weed, you still deserve to vote. You know, laws still apply to you and you deserve to vote. But then this guy, a guy like this, gets swept up in that. And he says, I'm going to run for office, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Why is this guy doing this? He's like, I want to ruin this for everybody. <laughs> come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy is special. I guess he's just trying to commit suicide by everybody. (laughs) Instead of suicide by cop, it's suicide by the public. By lynching. Sueypub.today. Yeah, right. Maybe that's what the whole thing is. Uh, That's maybe what it is. You know, because this is ridiculous. Like this is ba- this is like it's comically unaware of what you're what you're saying will have what effect it will have on regular people. Like I can't imagine we'll ever live in a time when people will be like, you know what? I'm gonna let a grown man fuck my daughter, my 12 year old daughter. Like we'll never be, we'll never reach a time when that's accessible. Will that will that be okay? Never. I can't even see it. Never again. I mean. Yeah, but we're just too smart now. We're too smart and too sensitive now. 
I think that time is like long past in the in the ten in the ten thirty sevens. You know, <laughs> people generally live past forty these days. So yeah, yeah exactly. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, I I don't know. I just don't even get. Uh, it's fucking disturbing. Anyway, I'm sorry, Michael. Go ahead. Please continue. No, that's it. That's it. Just I just wanted to see you see you guys. You it's know, fine. You know, show this to everyone and. See what this dude is all about and how it's just like insane. Maybe he feels that uh, people like him are underrepresented in politics and really just wants to so get his views out there. So when I first saw this, I was like, oh, this is what happens when Trump wins, right? That's what I personally <laughs> thought because I was like, it doesn't matter. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, you know, before it's like, oh, he did cocaine. Oh my God. Now it's like, yeah, I did cocaine. What about it? Bitch, yeah. I'm on the right human, now. bitch. You know, yeah, that's right? true. Like that's how shit is now, right? Yeah. And this guy, and so that's what I was thinking, like reading this, and then all the way at the bottom here, he says, when asked what his constituents would think about his pedophilic writings, he said people are open-minded. He continued, a lot of people who disagreed with someone like Trump might vote for them anyway, just because the establishment doesn't like them. So see, this is more Trump bullshit. You know, the mm-hmm. trickle-down effect. Of Trump winning, I hate to say that, but you're right. <laughs> it, you're all right. I mean, I, this guy's not going to win anything. I mean, I can tell you that right no, now. But no, but still, he's like, yeah, it's possible, you know. Uh, but but just just to be clear, like this has nothing to do with Trump. Oh no, but his right. his uh, his ideal, his the fact is, he got he got it in his head that he could go public with all this wild shit. Because he thought, well, if Trump can do it and he's a fucking monster, because this guy, look, let's let's be honest. Everybody knows who Trump is, right? <laughs> they all know. Um, but so he said, well, Trump is, you know, he's Trump, but I could still and I, that means I can win. I can get a foothold. And it's just funny that, like, I don't know, it says a lot about all these people. And like, it's funny. You remember Monica Lewinsky scandal and all that shit? Mm-hmm. This guy got a fucking knobber in the Oval Office. Okay, he got his dick sucked. And and they were like, impeach this motherfucker. Yo, murder his wife and his kids. Impeach him. Burn him at the stake. This guy fucked a fucking porn star. Lied about it. They tried to tell the truth about it. They lied about it some more. You know, and they're like, nah, he's good. He did cocaine? Nah, he's good. He said fucking... He's a good Christian. Grab by the pussy? Yo, he's good. He's, he's a good a Christian. guy. He's Leave a Christian. Yeah. yeah, he's Christian. James. Yeah. That's Which, all it takes. You know what I mean? That he, means. he wasn't like two years ago, but he is, says he is now, so... Right. That's what matters. Yes, a good Christian. Yeah. The crutch of Christianity. <laughs> Do you want to show that you're... The crutch cr- of Christianity. Do you want to show that you're pathetic? Say that you're a Christian. James will immediately think you're pathetic. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's switch gears here. Um, we can talk about our fearless leader, Kim Jong Un. No, no, okay. almost, almost a different Kim. So this is Kim. President Trump and Kim Kardashian. Ah, uh, the one so with the real power. Kim Kardashian met with President Trump and other officials, in tr- including Jared Kushner. At the White House this Why? past Wednesday to discuss prison reform. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Yo, what's going on in this world right now? Why? <laughs> and look, after all the stuff that Kanye is going through, does she really think this is what she should be doing right now? What's Kanye going through? 
No, the whole thing is like like slavery. Oh, that. slavery was by choice, and uh, that whole thing was sparked off by the fact that he's wearing the Trump hat. Oh, right. He's wearing the MAGA hat. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, Trump's great. I love Trump. He's cool." You know, mm. like you like me. You're a social media influencer. You're famous. You must be uh, great at politics. Come talk. And 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 <clears throat> prison reform is definitely something you would understand about because you have so much. What? I can't even like go on with the joke. It doesn't even make any sense. Why is she involved? Maybe because of her, her father was a good lawyer. Oh come on! And she trained. I'm him, glad obviously. you can play devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have somebody who can just say, "All right, fuck it. I'll just say whatever." <laughs> I tell you, man. I don't even know anymore, dude. What's going on in this world? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter anymore, dude. It doesn't even fucking matter. Let's leave. Let's this just is, fucking leave. Let's do this fucking podcast from Togo. Let's get the fuck <laughs> out of here, man. What is happening? We got President Camacho Mountain Dew Jr. Jesus. Disputes are settled via monster truck. Uh, so, so supposedly the this whole thing is really about this. Um, she's looking to have uh, someone pardoned. A woman named Alice Marie Johnson. She's a low-level drug offender who has served more than 20 years in prison. Um, I think she's serving life. And she's serving life for a first-time nonviolent drug offense. So whatever that means. So she, she got so, caught up in so three strikes. First-time nonviolent drug offense. So why there could have been life? two other strikes. That, like, well, I, that could have been the... Final one. Uh, oh yeah, it could have been like shoplifting, shoplifting, and then drugs. I guess. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about this uh, to to really say. But yeah, so that's kind of what sparked this whole thing. And she's like, "I'm going to meet with the president," and uh, you know, the president's who he is. So I guess he's like, "Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet with Kim Kardashian. Why not?" Yeah, let's let's both tweet about it. Mm-hmm. Which of course he did. Of course. He said, great meeting with at Kim Kardashian today. Talked about prison reform and sentencing. And he posted a, a, that picture right there. Yeah, he tweeted that up. Silly. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's sad. I Google her. Like I Googled Alice Marie Johnson. I can't find anything like right up front about her except for ads, except for things on fashion magazines talking about Kim Kardashian going to see see Trump. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate the fucking Kardashians. I wish they'd all drown in a gasoline fire, in a pool, in a water, in like a six, you know, in a fucking six hundred foot drum of gasoline, and they just get in it, drown, and be set the whole thing on fire. Wow. I fucking cannot stand them. They're the worst. They're absolutely the worst. <laughs> like she doesn't give a shit about any of this. I'm. She just got in her head. I'm gonna do some social issue shit. Fucking bitch. I can't. I swear to God. I mean, I guess it's good for this lady that she got mentioned. But you know, Trump's not gonna fucking pardon this lady. Number one, because if he pardons her, then that sets a precedent. They got to pardon a bunch of other motherfuckers for the same reason. But he's not going to do that. Yeah, then they'd have to pardon a lot of uh, 
black men and Mexican degenerates, right? I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not even going to say pretend like that's that's the reason why. But but that's let's I mean let's be honest. The people who are most affected by these three strike these fucked up three strike laws. People have been talking about how fucked up three strikes are for years, right? You fucking sell like you get caught selling a dime bag of weed, a fucking nickel bag, and a fucking dub, and they're like, "Yo, you're going to jail for life, son. You're done." You know, I mean, or like thirty years or forty years. I mean, we know life is not actually life. So you know, it's I mean. It's ridiculous. You just sold some fucking weed in a state that it's now legal, you know, but that's not honestly Trump shouldn't even be involved in that. That's the state of California should be retroactively being like, yo, weed is legal now. Fucking release these people. I think they are doing that to some extent. They need uh, to be not even to some extent. They need to be like, all right, you're out of here. But I'm, <laughs> you're so I'm here. reading I'm reading a little bit about it right here. So, uh, Evan, this is somewhat local to you. Yeah, this was uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. She was involved in a drug trafficking operation. Um, it says she she never brokered any deals or handled drugs, but was responsible for relaying coded messages over the phone. So it says uh, she was uh, convicted on eight criminal counts stemming from a Memphis-based cocaine trafficking operation involving more than a dozen people. And she was sentenced to life in prison in 1997. So I wonder if she's here. He's like, in my bedroom right now. No, I mean, so Shelby County uh, and the Shelby Farms, the the strawberry fields we drove past, James, you were very confused. Yeah. Over there, there's a male and there's a men's and women's penitentiary. Okay. Well, I'm sure she's at, you know, ADX Supermax in Lompoc yeah. or whatever. No, I don't know. <laughs> in Lompoc. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to Lompoc. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I guess it's good she's using some of her fucking social power to do something, but I hate the Kardashians, dude. I'm sorry. They're just like the worst. They're the worst. And what Jared Kushner, have... Jared Kushner, people have been wondering for years what Jared Kushner does. Nothing. They don't know what he does except for be a fucking, except for be just like his fucking stepfather. He's a fucking slumlord. Like what? What do you do here? What do you do here, Jared? <laughs> what do you do here? What's your job? I'm a, I'm a people person. Yeah, I'm a people person. <laughs> I, I connect the engineers with the programmers and the customers. Like so, what do you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It says you- every. It says everyone. Uh, all her co-defendants testified against her in exchange for reduced or dropped charges. She did not receive the same mercy despite have, not having a previous, no previous drug charges. So, mm, yeah. Scapegoat. Wonder if she's yeah. institutionalized now. Of course. How long has it been? 20, 20 years? Something like that? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? You go to fucking... There's a time in life when they're like, your mom's like, if you get a feeling that something's wrong, don't do it. But then you're like, you know what? I'm going to run these coded messages for this cocaine operation. <laughs> I'm not saying that she's a bad person. I'm just saying that the difference between her and us is when p- our friend, when, when we ran into Wesley Cherry in front of the fucking 7-Eleven, he was like, yo, you want to do this little check scam with me? I said, no, I'm good, Wesley. Have a good night. 
You know what I mean? And she's like, "Yeah, I want to do a check scam. Let's let's fucking run some hustle some people." You know, that's a, it's just different. You know what I mean? I'm not saying she should be in jail for 20 years. I'm just saying, you know, you do stupid things and this shit happens to you. You know, don't mm-hmm. fucking sell drugs. Go work at 7-Eleven and make no money and just fucking work hard to get out of your fucking lot in life. You know? Go yep. fucking work at the bodega. Go work at 7-Eleven. Go fucking do anything that's not illegal. It doesn't matter what it is. Shovel ditches. Fucking fucking clean toilets. Fucking consuela can clean toilets all day and smile at the end of the day. So yeah, this, just, is, this, is, this is her sob story. She lost her job at FedEx where she had worked for 10 years. Why? Why? Due to a gambling addiction. Get the fuck out of here. Stop. She, she got divorced. So she's an asshole. And then Michael, her don't youngest, read anymore. Her, she's her, an asshole. Her youngest son died in a motorcycle accident. Why? Well, that has nothing to do with her life. But why? Why did he die in a motorcycle because accident? Because of no, no. his mom's gambling addiction. No, no, no. Here's the thing you gotta <laughs> ask yourself. Here's your thing you gotta ask yourself. And yeah. people don't ask themselves. They look at shit at the face value, okay? And look, I'm nobody to be... I'm not trying to judge this lady, but right now I'm gonna judge this lady. Family of okay? bad decisions? Yes. Bingo. You got it. Okay. You you got fired. You lost your job, a good job at a good place because of a gambling addiction. How stupid are you? Okay. Her son riding a motorcycle. I guarantee she's like, you don't have to use a helmet, man. Or he does or she's seen him do dumb shit. And she was like, that's cool. Dumb shit is cool. You know, all these little things matter. When your mom, when you're sitting in front of your mom and your mom is like, say, sir and ma'am. Be polite. That shit is just not imaginary. That shit is like teaching you how to be responsible across the board because it forces you to think, oh, yeah, I have to be polite. It teaches you politeness. And if you're polite, you're less likely to do dumb shit at certain levels. You know, like certain things are important, you know, but I see so many kids, their parents don't teach them shit. They're just fucking like, yeah, don't fucking burn the house down. I'm out of here. I'm going to club. Guess what? You're raising an asshole. Rules have meaning. You have to fucking set boundaries. You know, I guarantee there's no boundaries because she's an asshole. She fucking gambles. You think she was some kind of award winning mother? Of course she wasn't. Dang. She's attacking her. I like it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, we got to get you your own radio show, man. This isn't a safe space. We don't have to be safe here. (laughs) So that's why Kim Kardashian's family should die and should not be in politics. I mean, her family shouldn't be in politics because they're the worst thing about America. They're just everything that's wrong with America. I mean, this article, where's this article at? I feel like James would do well to have an Alex Jones type show. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you think, um, Evan? Sure. I'm not wrong, right? I don't want to be related to Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible, horrible man. Well, just like, okay, so there's Alex Jones, right? And there's, you know, all the other people like him. Yeah. Who's, what's the opposite? There isn't an opposite. There isn't an opposite. Oh, I guess uh, John Oliver. No, is it? Yeah, he's a, he's a far opposite, but he doesn't do anything like what I'm talking about. <laughs> like nobody, nobody. The thing in America is nobody attacks the perceived victim, and I'm not trying to attack the victim, but things happen for a reason. Like we'd be we'd be remiss if we decided to ignore that things happen for bad decisions. You know, my legs are both fucked up. I have fucking lymphedema in both my legs. Because when I was a kid, I got hurt, and I didn't tell anybody. 
You know, shit happens for a reason. Nothing, nothing happens because we were an undeserved victim. You know, if something stupid happens to you because because you were in a dumb place, who put you in the dumb place? You know, extreme ownership. It's a great book. You should read it. Uh, you read it, Michael. I did. I mean, I felt like this before I read that book, but that's a great book, and it explains the basic tenets of like personal responsibility. And which most people don't have. They feel like somebody should be responsible for their actions. Okay, well I'm said. Done. I'm done. All right. We'll get you that show, James. Okay, make it happen. What should we call it? What's the Alec Jones show called? Is Alec Jones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Infowars? Infowars, Info yeah. yeah. Ooh. I just want my show to be called Get Fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. Get Fucked, featuring James Broaddus. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. Excellent. All right. Now on to the uh, third link of 20 that we have. It's going to be a five-hour episode. <laughs> Just letting anybody listening know. It's like a two-hour opening. <laughs> All right. Did you guys click on it? Yeah, I'm in. Did you see? Let me Let me do it. Oh, my God. Yes. Come on. Okay. Yes. So... This article uh, details that there are several white supremacists currently running for office uh, across the country. So they have Illinois, Wisconsin, California, and Montana. And these are literally white supremacists like neo-Nazi, KKK, whatever, something like that. They all have some form of that. The first one, Arthur Jones, uh, he has a website, and they they push a document called the Holocaust Racket. Oh, come on. Which he calls the genocide of six million Jews, the biggest, blackest lie in history. So he's a Holocaust denier. He's 70 years old. He's... He won the GOP primary for Illinois' third congressional district. But then again, he ran unopposed. (laughs) Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Then there's this other guy, Paul, I don't know how you say his last name, Nellen? Nealon? Yeah. He said, they say here, he once tweeted that all Jewish people were burned in hell. And once told the former leader of the KV, of the KKK, David Duke's podcast, that Jews control the media. All right. After compa- campaigning for a Senate candidate and... Oh, so he campaigned for on behalf of Roy Moore in Alabama, who's the accused child molester. Mm-hmm. He's now... Uh, He's going to try to become a nominee, so he's going to run in a a primary in August in Wisconsin. Okay. This other guy, Patrick Little, this is, uh, he's running for Senate in California. He identifies as a white advocate. Uh, He says, time for a little change, right? And his name is Patrick Little. No more Jewish supremacy. No more wars for Israel. No more opium epidemic. I don't know what that's about. No more open borders. No more white genocide. It's about time. Hmm. 
Then he has a picture of Feinstein down here. And Joe, it's the most witch picture <laughs> that you could ever possibly look like. She looks the she looks like the most like fucking evil. Like <laughs> it's like she's a Jewish supremacist. She's a dual citizen. Oh, we know what that means. She's a warmonger and she's a gun grabber. She just grabs him. <laughs> Give me. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of does look like that in this picture. But. Yeah, she looks like she's ready to grab someone's uh, MGL like he's holding here. Yeah, I was like, what MLG, is he holding? Like, what is that? Like, is and was he actually launcher? in the army? Or You know what? I'm going to say that he wasn't. I'm going to say that this is a fake picture. Fake news? I'm going to say that it's fake. And because I'm probably wrong, and it's just washed out photo, but his his his... His the photo here looks funny. It looks weird to me. It just doesn't. The, his uniform is wrong. It just seems wrong. I don't know why, but it just seems wrong to me. I'm probably wrong about that, but that's how it seems to me. So, mm. I think this is some malicious shit. Probably. Uh. Mm. It's sad that these people exist because they ruin owning guns, being in a militia. And anything cool that we would all be like, that's fine. We, we like all of us would be like, yeah, that's cool. I'll be in a militia and own a gun and fucking walk around and be like the last line of defense for the American people. I would do that. But you know what? These guys ruin it. These guys make it so horrible to be like that kind of person. Um, are you going to go down to this? Yeah, there's another. Oh, wait, no, this other guy isn't here. I think. Okay, well, I'll, I'll mention him later. Go ahead. John Abar. Abar is all about diversity. <laughs> in 2014 he tried to recruit black and lgbtq people to the kkk and now diversity is part of his platform he's running for the montana state house of representatives fantastic i like this guy what a swell swell guy so there's a guy that i just saw on this page and i guess i'm gonna click the link from here he has a great name that's obviously a fake name. Augustus Invictus. Oh yeah. Um his Instagram is the Wizard of North Park of Norton Park. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's not a racist B. He's just the Grand Wizard of Norton Park. <laughs> uh, uh, apparently this so this SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center. I just clicked on that link and it took me here. But he, he says Floridian voters were spared listening to Augustus Avinctus's long-winded speeches and phony accent. I want to hear this guy <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Hello, fair people. Augustus, <laughs> dude, this guy's name is Augustus Soul Invictus. It's a fake name. What? It's a hundred percent got to be a fake name. Oh yeah, it is. Okay, dude, what the fuck? It means majestic, unconquered sun. But like sun as in the sun, not sun as in someone's Sh- sun. Shining that powerful white light. What, Invictus? Soul? Man- uh, soul. Oh, S-O-L? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the sun. No, but Invictus is a speech. It's a poem. It's an amazing poem that makes you go want to go balls deep in being awesome. So I know that's fake. I know he's 100% fake. Um, go it's Google. Also, it. it's a great maybe it's his favorite watch brand. I seriously doubt that. This guy doesn't own anything nice. <laughs> Not that Invictus is nice, but he doesn't own anything nice. Yeah, it's by William Ernest Henley. The his, his actual name? 
is Austin Gillespie. There you go, dickhead. So he was a libertarian, now he's a Republican. The Revolutionary Conservative.com. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. He's an alt right dirtbag. And resistance his... to tyrants is obedience to God. His Instagram photo, he looks like a fucking young Nazi. I swear. And then, you know what's scary about the alt right guys to me? You fucking, you never know who the fuck they are. Like, they don't look like, they just look like a fucking mean-looking white dude. Which terrifies me, because every time I see a white dude, a fucking, a fucking white dude with, shave, with a shaved, like, the side of his head shaved, I'm like, oh my god. You know what I mean? I'm like, is he, is he, like, you just can't tell. And I, and I, and I know, like, this doesn't, like, I think to white people, they probably don't understand this. But... I have an irrational fear of the Ku Klux Klan and of the alt-right because I'm like, they're crazy. They'll fucking hang you, you know? Because I'm like, that's what they did back in the day. Like, who knows what could happen? Like, I think every black person has that irrational fear. And I think people don't really understand that. You can only compare that irrational fear to, like, a Jewish person afraid of Muslims, you know? And that's what it's like. Except these guys, you don't even know who they are. You know, you don't know, like, I'm, I love guns. I'm, I consider myself someone sort of in the gun community to some extent. I follow many websites and gun people. And I'm like, these guys could totally be these guys. 100%. 100%. You know? It's just fucking crazy, dude. It's not cool. It sucks, man. You know, this guy's like, a SoundCloud rapper. No, I'm kidding. No, but <laughs> no, but he does have a SoundCloud account. <laughs> no, but he was a libertarian. I mean, you'd never think, oh, libertarian, all right. You know, I mean, I guess it fits, right? But <sighs> very stressful. All I can say is, thank God I live in Maryland. And it's so weird, but I went to Memphis, and the whole time, anytime I go south, I have that fear. I'm just like, I'm going to fuck up and get chopped up by some fucking alt-right or some maniac. I always think that. And when I see white people in the south, I think, <laughs> I do. I really, it fucks me up. I'm not even joking, you know? It's just an irrational. I know it's an irrational fear. I know it's totally unbalanced and weird, but that's just a real fear. You know, I can only imagine how some people feel who are way un- more imbalanced than me. You know, it's 2018. You know, and that's that's how that's how it is, man. It sucks. These fucking guys are just nuts. They just don't even care. I mean, that other guy, the fucking pedophile from earlier. It's just fucking crazy, man. These like these guys don't have any rules. Yeah. You know. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. Last story. So I wanted to put something good in here. <laughs> I hope it's like something all these positive. guys are dead. <laughs> this is about the Spider-Man <laughs> in, in France. Did you guys see this? Uh, no. I don't think so. No. You guys didn't see this? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, this guy. So this is in France. There was like a little kid dangling from like a fourth story, like balcony. Mm-hmm. This guy literally scaled the fucking building, like balcony, balcony by balcony, and helped save the kid. Parkour. Yeah. Parkour. That's awesome. Let me ask you a question. No, there's a video of it. Do you see yeah, the photo sure. of the guy next to the kid? Yeah. He's like, he's like reaching over. Why doesn't yeah. he just go across? 
Why don't they just knock yeah, him next to Yeah, he could reach, like, another four inches. He and, could just, like, straddle that thing and go across it. It'd be scary, but he could do it. Dude, you, so at the end, when the Spider-Man guy gets up there, the other guy is very clearly and securely holding the kid's right arm. Like, he could have pulled him off into the other apartment, no problem. He's just, like, holding the kid there until the other guy gets up. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. Yeah, but they, they talk about that on... Uh, I saw Noah... What's the guy's name? Noah what? South African? Uh, uh, Trevor Noah. Oh, Daily Trevor Show. Noah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like... He's like, why is that guy just standing there holding the kid? Like, uh, he's like, maybe he's like, maybe that kid has been keeping him up every night. It doesn't let him sleep in. Is like maybe he wakes the kid screams at four thirty every morning? Yeah, and the guy's like, oh no, I must save the kid. Oh, oh no, no. If you like, watch the video, the kid is like way down there. He's like, he was like on the, he was like about to fall. He's like hanging down, and this guy probably, yeah, and lay Spider Man. Oh wait, no, he's almost got the kid. Yeah, the kid's coming across, and then Lace Spider Man comes up, and he's like, "Okay, what's up, bro?" There we go. So it looks like Lace Spider Man did all the work, but he didn't do shit. He just like, "Oh, KK, come on!" He the other guy would have had, yeah, the other yeah. guy would have had him after a while. That's cool though. And, and I gotta say, that guy's like, <gasps> he's like a fucking beast, dude. I give him credit for that. Yeah, he just like fucking hoists himself up there. Yep. So this article talks about him, and they say, okay, so he's a he's a uh, he was an undocumented migrant, right? He's from Mali, uh, but they're gonna make him an honorary French citizen. Um, the the president of France is doing that. He was made he, so it's already done. He says he was made an honorary French citizen Monday by the president. What does that mean, honorary? I mean, I guess. He's a I citizen, guess, but not at all. <laughs> no, no, he is. He is. But, you know, I guess without having to do anything, you know, he's just like, all right. I mean, you know, you're a citizen now. Boom. Yeah. Done. Now he has a French passport now. Mm hmm. Well, just wait until they find out he's a pedophile <laughs> and running for office. Yeah. So there's a, there's a term, and I, I'll have to, I'm going to look for it while we're. He said he wants to become a firefighter okay. in Paris. So there you go. Sometimes, you know, we should go to Paris and start a fire so we can see what their what their capabilities are like. I mean, you know, not really. I have an idea of what American, you know, good old strong United States firefighting forces are like. But what are they like in other countries? Are they well funded? Do they have shitty trucks? Are they like chucking buckets of water out of the sewer onto buildings? Oh. oh, it's called the milkshake duck. What is called the milkshake duck? It's it's when you and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Evan. I had to look for that 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 reference. It's an internet meme jar. It's like internet jargon. So, like you find someone, you're like, oh, this is adorable. This is so cool. You know, like that guy who the red shirt guy who stood up and asked a really dumb question at the. To, at the 2016 elections or whatever, the fat white Ken, guy with the red shirt. Ken whatever? Ken whatever, yeah. Or like, the kid who was like, Aah! like who yelled, who said that crazy statement, yelled or whatever. You know, you find like, or you fall in love or like uh, the fat guy from Subway. You know? Jared? Jared. Also so, a pedophile? Yeah, why, well, why, no, are we talk, why are we talking <laughs> about him? No, no, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, like people fall, <laughs> fell in love with Jared for a while. 
they're like, oh, he's doing so well, blah, 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 he's a hero, he's so clean cut and such a plain, plain Jane dude, and then you find out, oh, he's a pedophile. You know, it's called a milkshake duck syndrome, not syndrome, but milkshake duck, it's a meme, where, you know, you fall in love with a thing, and then, next thing you know, you find out it's a pedophile, or it's a fucking whatever, <laughs> or whatever. Like, within five minutes of finding out how much you loved it, you find out, oh, there's a reason to hate it, and then you totally turn on it. It's called the milkshake duck. And I was thinking about this guy, Spider-Man, is he's going to be the next milkshake duck. Apparently, there's a duck who drank a milkshake that is also a pedophile, I guess. That's where it comes from. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, great. Mike. Evan. I, no, I, I, he'll probably, you know, if he becomes a fireman, then that's fantastic. But he'll probably <sighs> just fade away by, like, He's Probably a pyromaniac. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so negative, man. What the hell? Dude, you started Where do you, started you see this? his life going, Mike? Give, give Mr. I can't even, Gossama a, a chance, all right? I <laughs> like Liz Spider-Man. Yeah, Liz Spider-Man. Liz Spider-Man. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, man, that guy climbed up there. But you saw that dude, man. He was, like, slow to act. The other dude. That's why this guy's like, I gotta get up there. Yeah. I mean, he probably could have caught him instead if the kid fell. Well, maybe. It's like, let go, pussy. (laughs) You know, he'll (laughs) ricochet off one or two of the railings, but, you know, kids are... You know, he'll bounce quit back. Lo- quit hogging that healthy, healthy liver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, who's being judgmental? You don't know that kid might have been an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Quit you don't know his life. Yeah. All right. Well, good shit. Let's uh, <laughs> we'll move on to some stranger danger. All right. So, first up here uh, from hackread.com, we have a vulnerability that was present in the Steam client, which apparently had been there for 10 years without anyone knowing, Um, but it's now been fixed, and I guess it was was the way uh, it interpreted UDP packets. It wasn't checking things properly. So... An attacker had to send a, a specially crafted UDP packet, and then they could basically take over your machine. Sweet. But uh, there's no indication that anyone's been using this vulnerability. Of course, you know. I'm sure the CIA knew about it, right? Of course. NSA, whoever. Somebody. Sure, they all use Steam. Mm-hmm. So apparently they have a whole, whole shit dedicated to these things, right? Old apartment or whatever. Cyber attack gaming group. <laughs> well, to remove gaming and yeah. <laughs> um, you think North Korea didn't know about this? Come on. Yeah, all those MOBAs they play. Dude, they have they have people. Okay. Of course they have people. They got people. All right. They're better hackers than we are. Could be. I doubt it, but well, be. you never know. Um, I, de- I, de- I guarantee you China knew about it. Anyway, though, it's been fixed, so just make sure you're running the latest version of Steam, which usually auto-updates itself anyway. It's, I know it's always auto-updating with me. So. Yeah. Um. Next up, this article is just saying, bro, stop renting routers and modems from Comcast. Like, quit it. Mm-hmm. 
So they say a bug in Comcast's uh, router and modem activation process might have exposed the private data of millions of customers who rented people who rented the hardware from the company. Jesus. <sighs> so after it says after a price hike uh, beginning of 2018, Comcast now charges eleven dollars a month to rent both modems and gateways. Gateways are modems with a built-in like Wi-Fi router. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, now I remember at one point I had my own modem from them, but then I, they're like I had I ran into some problems, and they're like, "Well, it could be your modem, you know, blah blah." So I was like, "All right, fine." I was like, "Give me a modem. That way, everything's your problem," you know. So that's what I ended up doing. But yeah, you end up paying for it, you know. In the end, it says here. They make between two hundred seventy-five and three hundred million dollars each and every quarter, just from these rental fees. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and it says, and given that Comcast buys hardware in bulk, it's estimated that they pay as little as forty dollars for each modem. I wouldn't be. I mean, okay, forty bucks, and then they recycle it through how many customers? Also, yeah, right. So, how much is a cable modem right now? Like, if I want to go buy one, like sixty bucks for a good one. Cable modems at Best Buy. Let's see. Uh, a Netgear Doxis three So I don't know what it says. This one's like sixteen by four Doxis three point oh, fifty five dollars. Then they have another one twenty four by eight Doxis three point oh, for ninety three ninety. You know, almost a hundred dollars. Okay. So I'm not sure what all these terms mean, but there's an Aris one, which is used to be Motorola. 32 by 8 Doxis 3.0 for 98.99. So, so for less for about a year's bucks. worth of renting, you have your yeah. own. Yeah, that's a good bucks, decision. You know, or so. Yeah, I mean that's what I ended up doing with. Um, Verizon, right? With Fios. Mm-hmm. I ended up just buying a modem or router or whatever you call it. I guess it's a router off of uh, eBay, but I bought a brand new one. So I didn't have to pay their like 5 or $10 a month rental fee or whatever it is. Yep. Damn, yeah, man. That's what you got to do. Cool. So, yeah. Quit renting your equipment. Buy it. You know that it's illegal for the cable companies to make you rent equipment? I didn't know that, but it's not shocking. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that. All those boxes you have that you pay for, you yeah. don't need to pay for those. <laughs> I mean, how else are you supposed to get TV, though? You can buy a box. Okay. And not rent it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's Fair part enough. of the whole cable card thing, too. You know. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, the next article is mine. Something you guys probably don't use too often, but I use on a regular basis. Uh, Ticketfly. Oh shit! Got uh, compromised recently. Jeez. Oh, so they are still down. Uh, I just checked. This happened a day or two ago. The who was the hackers? Like I shacked these. I don't know how to say that, but they apparently emailed. Ticketfly, they're like, I found this vulnerability in your website. I would like one single Bitcoin uh, to not use it. And they were like, 
meh. He was like, okay. So he took down their site. He took <laughs> took over Ticketfly, got customer information. Um, Ticketfly's parent company is like, oh, we're we're investigating, but for now, it's uh, we're keeping the site down for customer safety, some shit like that. So the latest victim. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, just a a quick mention. I mean, you know, you hear like hospitals being compromised, like fifty bitcoins. Ticketfly, you know, one bitcoin, please, like beat it. Or they never saw the message. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's possible. Or the person who saw it was like, "Go fuck yourself," and he just didn't pass up the chain or whatever. Like this is spam. Yeah, I mean, eight thousand dollars. That's that's less than it would cost to get a to contract a company to do a security assessment to be like, okay, we found this bug. Like it's totally worth your money. That's a that's a great deal. <laughs> they totally should have just done it. Yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. But many many informations are newly available. Hmm. And this is and this is yeah. I mean, what does this do to customer co- confidence? You know, in the tank. I guess. I mean, I'll. I guess I'll still use Ticketfly. There's a couple other services. I don't really buy from Ticketmaster so much anymore, but maybe they'll be like, look, we're safe. You know, Ticketmaster is the worst. It's like buying from Comcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like buying your tickets at Comcast <laughs> from a Comcast router. <laughs> That's essentially what it's like. Yep. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. All right. Move on to some entertainment. Got a lot of stuff in here. All looks right. like so. I got a couple things here. This is this is this is this one's for you, Michael. Um, Curious Droid. This is a YouTube channel. It's this fucking bald, fat British guy. Honestly, his oh, YouTube, you know, I love bat, bald, fat British people. So his his YouTube channel is absolutely probably one of the best, most informative channels I've ever watched. And it's all about space, uh, rocket engines, planes, all kinds of shit. It's really good stuff, and he's super knowledgeable. He knows about all kinds of things. Totally worth watching. If you're into like technology, I know this is like right in your bailiwick, Michael. And I watched the one his right in my recent, what? Whoa, your, stop! Did you say bailiwick? Bailiwick. Explain. You never heard that term? Neither. No, no one who ever listens to the show. Wait. So okay, exists, I, knows that term. You I might up. have may I might have taken two terms and pushed them together as I normally do. <laughs> so I should have said right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> so you say right in someone's wheelhouse, or you say it's your bailiwick. So I just googled bailiwick, and sure enough, one sphere of operations. Or particular area of interest. Yeah. Dude, James, where are you getting these terms? Dude, I watched TV and stuff when I was a kid. No, no, oh, no. Sh- this had this is very recent. No, there is I've, no I've known way. Bailiwick for years. There's no way that if you've known that for years, you would have never pulled it out until now. You just <laughs> learned that word. It's so it's a huge it's just a part of my regular fucking I can't believe I've never said it before. <laughs> I say the it word all the time. vocabulary. Like, yeah, it's part of your vocabulary. Part of that word, yes. <laughs> What's the other word that I had like never heard before, and then start hearing all the time? And you said it. It's a defilade. I was like, defilade. What yeah, is yeah. that? You've yeah, never yeah, said yeah. that to me before. Yeah, defilade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still well, skeptical. I think you heard that word within no, the last week. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. It's a. It's an old thing I've been saying for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, your bailiwick or in your wheelhouse. So also this is, used in the Scottish lighthouse trade. 
Yeah, probably so. Like, who knows where I heard that? I feel like it's some old ancient movie when well, I was James, a kid. While we're while we're talking about defilade, uh, what is what's the other word? What's the one where you're like bivouac? What oh, does that mean bivouac? I think that's like your kind of impromptu place where you're sleeping. Like like a well, set up a bivy, set up a bivouac. It's like an impromptu sort of like rough base or something like that. A temporary camp without yeah. tents or cover. Yeah, there you go. Used especially by soldiers or mountaineers. Yeah, there you go. Oh, but it could also be a verb. Stay in a temporary camp without cover. He bivouacked. Eh. Sounds like some decent a, word. A new style of masturbation. Yeah. So, like, in a camp surrounded by others. Yeah. <laughs> Just as I start jerking off, he's like, stop bivouacking, dude. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Stop bivouacking. Um, That's pretty yeah, funny. But, yeah, so Curious Droid is just, uh, he's a really informative website. I watched the video on Aerospike Engines, which, uh, honestly, I'd heard that term before. But I didn't know about it, and then I watched the video, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of those. What happened to those? Um, and he also has a video about uh, that I watched a long time ago, and I'm trying to find it. No, that's not it. I'm trying to find it now. Anyway, he did a video on the really old, bigger than, bigger than the, it was as big as the Falcon Heavy rocket made by an independent guy back in the, in the 80s. And the guy was looking for financing, and he did the video on it. It's really informative, very interesting. So he's a space nut, but it's totally worth your time if you're into that. Um, was that stuff. the one that was supposed to launch underwater? Yes. Okay. Yes. That sounds familiar. I yeah. Like, I'm going to watch a bunch of these too. Yeah his his videos his videos are pretty good. Uh, he's also a flat earther. No, I'm just kidding. He's not a flat <laughs> earther. That'd be ridiculous. Oh, so, uh, he's also a pedophile. Yeah, he's also a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> Like James, come on! He just ruined the whole thing. Like, yeah. watch this. Like, no, like, what are Remember, engines? folks, it's a yeah. lie. You know, it's like, oh yeah. fuck! Like, god damn it! But he's the, the cool thing is his explanations are really simple. So, like, you know, I kind of like after watching, it, I was like, oh, I could build an aerospike engine. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, and then the, well, the other once thing, you get your degree. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of degrees. <laughs> So the other thing I saw here was from I saw this is for Evan. This is brilliant dot org, and they are one of his sponsors. That's how I found out about them. Apparently, they're like they're is designed to help you learn math and math and advanced sciences really easily, and they kind of give you new problems every week and stuff like that. Um, I'm I, I signed up for it already. I'm kind of interested in checking it out just to see maybe I can step my math game up a little bit. Um, Ooh, I like this. It's kind of like Duolingo for math and science. I don't know what that is, but yes. Duolingo is like you learn another language, you know, like a week oh, at a yeah. time. They give you new lessons. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. So I don't know. I know there's different, there's course packages and it costs money, but there's also free stuff. So yeah, this is pretty cool, though. I thought this was a fun site. And if, you know, um, you're you're interested in maths and the math and sciences. You want to step your math game up. This is a cool site for that. So, Thank you. Yeah. No problem. That's all I got. Oh yeah. Okay. So I got the next one too. So uh, if you didn't know, <laughs> Top Gun Two has begun filming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of call the ball. Okay. <laughs> 
Top Gun Do has started filming. So uh, started filming. So uh, <laughs> funny thing is, of course, you know we live in the Twitter world, you know. So so Tom Cruise posts a video. It's of him in his gear, in his old Top Gun gear with the Maverick helmet standing in front of a jet. Now the jet has been confirmed that it is a F-18. No, no, no. It's a Hornet. Uh, yeah. F-15 Hornet, I think, or F, F something. Eagle. No, not a strike Eagle. Yeah. It's, it's a Hornet. It's not a strike Eagle. It's a Hornet, but, uh, hold on. Where can I find this? Anyway, it's a, it's a Hornet. So anyway, he's, oh yeah. Super Hornet. F, 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 A, 18 E F super Hornet. So he's standing in front of the Super Hornet. So that's how we're like, oh, this is new. You know what I mean? This is not an old thing. Uh, and he's like, feel the need. And he's got day one, hashtag day one. So very cool. Then the Air Force felt like they needed to post. <laughs> so they say, if Mavic really had a need for speed, he would hop into one of our F-15E Strike Eagles. They have a top speed of blah, blah, blah. So then the Navy's like, look, chill, bro. <laughs> the, the Navy's like, at U.S. Air Force, remember, boys, no points for second place at Fly Navy, <laughs> which is a reference to the other, which is a reference to the, the other thing. The first Top Gun. Yeah. Then then Air Force, they're like, look, B. <laughs> so they're like, got to weigh it again. And they're like, the F-15 is nothing about second place thing you speak of. Uh, check the scoreboard. Hashtag undefeated. So... <laughs> Then the Navy is like, okay, we should stop, you know, like because Twitter battles can get out of control, right? So they don't say anything else. Um, Air Force Space Command's like, want to talk about speed? <laughs> um, and then U.S. Strategic Command's like, hashtag mic drop. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's that's amazing, like, dude. dude I, honestly, so, so Twitter battles can have notoriously gotten really bad, but this is fun. This is like the Wendy's level, like fun Twitter stuff. So this is cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So I did not post about this, but I just want to quickly mention this. Uh, speaking of the alt-right and the Jewish control of the media. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. So so your man, Elon Musk, <laughs> this is where the milkshake duck came into, into play. He's a milkshake duck right now. <laughs> Apparently... <laughs> He's have he had a hard time on Twitter talking about how the media was uh, just saying a bunch of crazy stuff about the media. Not crazy, just kind of like the kind of stuff you expect a rich person who doesn't want to have his employees unionize and doesn't want to be scrutinized for. And he notoriously does is a person who does not like to be scrutinized about his cars, you know. So he's having a hard time this week, and he just happened to have comedically said someone said, "Well, what do you, why do you think the media?" Um, they asked him something like at, at the end of this whole Twitter battle he was in and he said, well, who do you think owns the media? Now he didn't mean the Jews, <laughs> but a lot of his fans came out and they're like, yeah, finally Elon, Elon said it. You know, I was like, no. <laughs> and Elon's like, you're anti-Semitic for thinking I meant the Jews, but it's like, so ETC news pointed this out. They were like, uh, there's got to be a scale as to like how many of your fans come out to support you on this that are secretly like racist and how many of them are just like, oh shit, you know? And it was like hundreds of people who were like, yeah, Elon, go get them. Get those Jews. So yeah, I thought that was funny. Good it was stuff. a funny Twitter battle. Yeah. <laughs> um, did I have another one in there? That's no, terrible. that's it. I think that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, Mike, what do we have here if you uh, would continue? Right, so this is an article about uh, how you can improve your Netflix game. And what about, what I mean by that is how can you watch or experience Netflix more better? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> betterly? Like, averagely? <laughs> Have you have you guys seen the the I, I don't know if it's a meme, but it's like it's a derivation of like whom and then whomstiv and then like whomstiv? What? <laughs> I think I have seen that. Is that I'll try, I'll real words? Are they? No, no. Okay. Sorry. Continue. So there's a uh, a Chrome extension. There's a couple of different Chrome extensions you could get. Like what if like what if me and Evan want to watch a movie? together quote unquote right mm-hmm. but he's all the way in cordova and i'm all the way here in silver spring so you can get a chrome extension called showgoers um we both get it and it automatically streams uh, automatically synchronizes our streams including pause rewind fast forward whatever and you can do it with a whole group of people um, there's another one called Rabbit. It's a video chat service, which is also available as a Chrome extension. Um, it says with one click, you can share the contents of your browser with up to 15 people, even publicly and anonymously, and with a chat window. So apparently, that's you could pretty even, cool. Yeah, you could do it with video. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um, Um, I didn't know this. You can apparently bring up like a secret menu while you're watching Netflix. Um, and it'll let you uh, fine tune some settings. So if on your computer while you're watching Netflix, you do control. Let's see. Shift control. Right alt. And All right. S. Who uh. runs Netflix? The Jews, the racist Jews. So shift control, right, alt, and S, and it'll bring up a menu. Uh, you can designate the amount of bandwidth a video is allowed to use, uh, audio track bit rates, like all kinds of like random, like high level or really low level actually stuff. That could be pretty handy. It says this is especially helpful if you want to be uninterrupted when using Wi-Fi, like on a train or somewhere sluggish. You know, maybe you have a low connection or something. So does that, do you know if it sets it, like, for your whole account? Like, if you have kids and you're playing more important games and they keep streaming fucking Netflix and lagging you out, can you set them to a super low bit rate no matter what they do? Prioritize that bandwidth? Uh... Yeah, I don't know if it's like per account or per thing you're watching or mm. or what, but I would assume it'd be at least per profile. All right, but I could be wrong. Cool. Um, there's another. So you know where it keeps asking you, like, are you still watching? Right. So you, you can get a you can get a, an extension uh, for Chrome called Flix Assist. That I would love, and it'll 
like stop. always say yes. Yeah, that I would love. I I hate that thing because what happens <laughs> is you're like chilling, you know, you're just like you got your TV on, you're in bed, or you're eating or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you got fucking peanut butter in your fingers, whatever you're doing, <laughs> okay? Or you got lotion in your hands because you've been tugging it, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, you the last thing you want to do is touch your mouse and be like, oh, "I'm still here." You know, so this thing does it for you. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. There's a uh, there's a another Chrome extension called Rate Flicks, which gives you the rating of a movie from IMDb, and uh, like right on the movie, like you know, you're watching it, kind of. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, it, uh, for movies, it'll also do uh, Rotten Tomatoes ratings, which is kind of cool. I love at the bottom of the screen, it says, up next, Flesh Moves. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Sorry, that's just something on this website. Ugh. Mm. All right. Um, you know what I'd love for Netflix? Which there's, someone there's needs There's more to... tips and tricks here, but I'm not going to go through all of them. Okay. So, I'm so sorry. Check it out. Check I didn't it out. mean to interrupt you, but this is no, a good, no, no, yeah. you're good. You're good. Uh, the, you know, ask Netflix for movies and shows you want. Uh, why should you create multiple profiles? And they have keyboard shortcuts. Space, enter key. Playback and pause. Page up. It's playback, oh, page down, pause. F, full screen. You can adjust the size of subtitles also. That's pretty cool. There you go. Um, I forgot I was going to complain about, but yeah, you got it. Good stuff. You can go to the subtitle appearance page. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, you know what Netflix needs to be better? They need to use AI to 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 put, to assign, to do something, to do anything, to make, <laughs> to make their fucking rating system better. All they give you is a thumbs up or a thumbs down. They took the stars away. Mm-hmm. You know, the stars weren't very helpful, but the thumbs up and thumbs down are even worse. Sometimes you like a movie or hate a movie so much so that you need to apply more data than a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Like thumbs up and thumbs down is not adequate to sum up my feelings for certain films um, or TV or whatever. You know, I feel like you're cheating the, 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 the people who made this trite crap or the people who made such a great film. Like you're just cheating them. It just doesn't make any sense. And, and I, I don't know why in 2018 that hasn't been fixed. Like, they could make an AI system that assigns weights to certain categories and allow people to give categories or select categories out of a bunch of approved categories, you know, and then let you rate that category, individual category. It'd be a pain in the ass. Some people would want to do it, and some people just wouldn't. They just would say thumbs up. But some people would want to go in depth and really, like, you know, put a – because what happens is I get all this weird shit in my fucking thing. And actually, Michael, you're using my Netflix right now, right? Mm-hmm. How's that working out for you? Okay. What kind of shit is in your? What kind of shit is in the thing? So I cleared the account out. I wiped that account out. So you should see. Oh, I don't know. You should. You should be able to see. It should I probably be brand, haven't looked at it in like over a week. So the algorithm is totally reset just for you. Okay. So. Since the algorithm's reset, but I, you share that account with another person. Right. So <laughs> she only watches nature, nature shows and anime. So I'm wondering how bad the, how butchered the algorithm is. 
Because I feel like on mine, I can tell you right now, my algorithm has not recovered from her using mine. My algorithm, let me see what st- still have remnants of her using my account. Uh, so, well, yeah. I was watching Colony, and then I got through season one and two, and I haven't gone back to Netflix yet. Okay, so, yeah. So she watched a lot of K-dramas. So Miss Panda and the Hedgehog, and Mr. Hedgehog. Uh, and she watched the beginning of a lot of things. Anyway, I hate the system. The whole system is messed up. And then it shows me a bunch of things, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to see that. Like, let me just scroll down here. It's like, it's like, oh, you'll like this. It's like, because you watch Killzone 2, you'll love to watch Rise of the Legend, Broken Sword Hero, The Bodyguard. It's like a Korean version of The Bodyguard. I mean, come on, man. Operation Mick Kong. Come on, man. Stop. You know, and it shows you all this weird shit. It's like, it's like, oh, because you liked his top picks for James. Chasing Monsters, Grand Designs, Ultimate Beastmaster. That's not, I don't want to see that. I've never watched anything like Ultimate Beastmaster. The whole system is very fucked up. I hate that about Netflix. I know it's like dumb to, like a dumb, to, a dumb thing to hate, but it's just, it's stupid, man. Do better. I fucking hate it. All right. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Passionate about your whatever. I mean, algorithms. I, I, I don't use Netflix a lot because of that. Because I'm just, it's just hard to find. It's, it's the main problem with any kind of thing where you have lots of data and lots of media is how do you act? How do you find what's important? How do you find what you care about? Like you need tools to help you because you don't have the time. Like I don't have time well, to go well, through Netflix on the, catalog. On this, uh, true. <clears throat> on this article, they talk about the codes you can use. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's not even like that. That's only one level of it. it's like okay, show me all the movies from New Zealand, mm-hmm. but can I say show me all the movies from New Zealand that are zombie movies that have Nathan Sorensen in them or something like that? You know, obviously that'd be like one movie probably, but and I just made that name up, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, like can you how granular can you get with the detail? You can't. There's no way to do that. I'm sure someone could just write some little thing that takes that and says, show me all these things that fit in all these categories, all these category codes. Here's one that says, here's a category code. It's like gothic movies that take place out at sea. It's so (laughs) weird. Why would they have a code like that? I feel like some Netflix employee was like, this is what I like. (laughs) Uh, It says you can find the list of codes, which is constantly updated here. And the genre list just keeps going. Oh, wow. Extended list here. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Check it out. Do it. Do it. Um, there is another uh, Chrome extension, of course, called Enhancer. Enhancer wow. for Netflix. It expands the genre list within the Netflix interface. It doesn't include all the categories, but it adds a bunch of them. So might make it easier to find what you're looking for. <clears throat> all right. Next up. So I was talking to Evan about this earlier. This is a list of 10 horror movies that supposedly are so scary, people can't even finish watching them. So, first one up, The Conjuring. 
anyone here seen that? Uh, yeah, nope. I've seen it. <clears throat> is it scary? It is. Is it like that's really, the movie really where scary? the lady's like sticking her head out and down the steps, and she's like, "Is anyone downstairs?" And then she's in the house alone. Then next to her head, a pair of hands come. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a terrifying movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen any of the movies on this list. Hmm. Oh god, the human centipede. I'm surprised neither you fucking maniacs have seen that. <laughs> I mean I have that, but I've never watched it. The Void, I feel like I've seen that. The Human Centipede 2 is on here. Oh, yeah. Raw. So I heard about this one. This one's on Netflix right now, and it's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be just in general a good movie. But uh, a good horror movie, but also a good movie. It's just well done. Like they're like this is they're like this was on some list of must see movies for 2018. Like it's just a really good movie, and it's French, Mike. Raw. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. There's another one here that's Canadian, The Void. It's Carnage Park. That one looks interesting because it has, it says it has a nods to horror classics like Hellraiser, and the stories of H.P. Lovecraft. Um. Yeah, Raw, that one looks... I read about that. That looks interesting. Do you guys see this Jerusalem with a Z? Mm-hmm. That's a yep. zombie Jerusalem movie. That's uh, that's interesting. Carnage Park. I got my Bloody Valentine's awesome. That's a great movie. Uh, teeth. That Cabin, says, says enough. Fever. Yeah, teeth. Like, <laughs> ugh. Yeah, where are the teeth? And I love the picture is a guy looking at a woman's vagina. I can only imagine what he's seeing. <laughs> Ugh, that's a nightmare scenario for any man. Yeah, and then the last movie, which is kind of funny, I'm not sure why it's on here, but they saw they're like, yeah, that's good. Piranha 3D. But they say it's basically a spoof of Jaws. Um. Star-studded cast, also. Yeah, kind of, actually. Christopher Lloyd. As more of a satire of the American party culture, albeit a bloody one. That Kelly Brook, Elizabeth Shue, Christopher Lloyd, Gianna Michaels? Yeah. Why do we know that name? From uh, various other informative media videos. James? What is she in? She's a porn star. No, but what is she in? I know she's a porn star. Piranha <laughs> 3D. James like, of course I know. I know who Gianna Michaels is. Get the fuck out of here. Of course. <laughs> Gianna Michaels and Richard Dreyfuss are in a movie together. Wow. That's crazy. Along with Elizabeth Shue and Christopher Lloyd. And Kelly Brook, which I'm not remembering exactly who that is right now, but I have a feeling... She's kind of someone. <clears throat> okay, no, I don't know who that is. Never mind. What is she doing now? Gianna, apparently uh, making her big break into Hollywood. Even though this was eight years ago. Yeah, like 2010 or something. That's like Jenna Jameson. She like, you know, she diversified. Yeah, she diversified the fuck out of her face with some horrible plastic surgery. Oh. Yeah, actually. What's that that other one? Uh, Someone Gray? Sasha Sasha Gray. Gray. Yeah, she's... Like mainstream now, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, sort of, yeah. 
She's a several times published author. Uh, so is Asa think, Akira. Yep. They've done well for themselves. Mm-hmm. Alright, so yeah. Ten horror movies that are so scary that they'll scare the dickens out of you. No, I don't know. Uh, check it out. Will do. <clears throat> um, I keep. I always say this. I, I keep on meaning to up my horror film game. Mm-hmm. So this is a good, good way, good place to start. Um. All right. So this is also another <clears throat> Netflix-related article. Uh, these are the the thirteen best movies for Netflix and chill. You know. So maybe you got someone over. You're like, hey, let's check out a movie. Blah blah blah. Um. It says you don't want any heavy-handed metaphors like it follows or raw <laughs> either, which we just were talking about. By the way, do you guys know what it follows is? Did we talk about that before? I don't think so. So they have a link here. I'll just go down the side thing real quick. Uh, Vice has a link here. They say it follows is the best horror film in years. David, uh, so whoever is throwback centers around a monster that resembles a sexually transmitted disease. So <clears throat> it's this, you get this disease like from someone like, so you have sex with someone mm-hmm. and then they pass it on to you. And then you notice this thing, like the shadow, like following you. The fuck? And you keep on trying to get away from it. And like, let's say you get in a car and drive thousand, 5,000 miles. You get away from it, but eventually it's it's still coming for you, you know? Like eventually it's gonna it's gonna show back up and you're gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> and that's that's what this movie is. That's kind of funny. Yeah. It's crazy. It's supposed to be really good, actually. I remember seeing the preview for this and I was like, man, this looks crazy. So anyway. <clears throat> um so movies for Netflix and Chill. Fifty four. A door, which has uh, Naomi Watts in it. It says, says it has two moms who have affairs with each other's sons. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've seen Adventureland also. It's pretty good. Adventureland. Yep. Hmm. Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Cocktail. James, you seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. Long time Classic. Ago. I've never seen it. Uh Drinking Buddies, I've seen that. That's with uh Anna Kendrick a little bit, uh Olivia Wilde, and a couple other people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, Magic Mike. Hmm. Eh. Immoral Tales. Uh, this movie is an anthology film that broaches such taboos as defloration, incest, and sacrilege. Nice. So there's a few more like Lost Boys, Sausage Party, 
this and that. Yeah, check it out. Um, I might have to check out some of these myself. Not necessarily for Netflix and chill, maybe just for Netflix. For research purposes. Right, right, exactly. And last but not least, I just want to talk about, I'm not sure if I talked about it before, I think I did a little bit, but uh, a TV show called Colony, which is uh, currently airing on the USA Network. So I started watching it. The season one and two is on Netflix. <sighs> season three is currently being aired right now on TV. So I'm assuming when they're done with it, it'll eventually come to Netflix. Um, but of course, you know, you could just watch it on TV or get it through other means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. It has the woman from The Walking Dead wife that everyone hated and it has Sawyer from Lost who's like the con man um, <clears throat> and it has one guy who was in at least one season of House mm-hmm. he's like one of his fellow doctors who's like a small Jewish guy yep you know what I'm talking about I think so yeah that guy so this story, this is about aliens. They come, they take over. Uh, they they put down walls and block all different. Uh, like they divide. Like our story, the story that we're in is centered in L.A. And so they're in the uh, L.A. block, but then there's the Santa Monica block, the this block, the that block, and people can't travel from one to the other unless they have you know special permission and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's like a very like totalitarian kind of thing going on. But we and they slowly but surely dole out some details about the aliens. But it's very, you know, it's very mysterious and very, you know, why are they here? We don't know and blah blah and it's good though. It's good. I like it. Um I'm in the middle of watching season 3 right now. And I would highly recommend it. Good, thank you. Yeah. So if you like aliens and you like gunplay and this and that, check it out. Will do. <clears throat> Should we move on to some game theory? James, I think you're going to talk about uh, Rust a little bit. Yeah, so um, this is just a few things that are coming out. Uh, so this is a, those are both videos, so I'm just letting you guys, <laughs> warning you ahead of time, they're both videos. No reason to click on them. Uh, unless you want to watch them. But uh, so the first one here is uh, it's called Fallout 76. And what that is, is it's it's 4chan. (laughs) 4chan has decided that they are going to be wise and correct. And they announced like several months ago what the game would be called. Uh, And they kind of has said, this is what we think the game is going to be about. And it's been confirmed that the game is probably going to be a f- a f- a Fallout style game taking place in a open world with Rust slash Elder Scrolls Online style RPG style like kind of gameplay or like Conan Exiles. So you'll have levels and everything like same thing stuff you already have in Fallout base building, same stuff you already have in Fallout NPCs and things like that, same stuff you already have in Fallout, but it'll be open world and multiplayer. 
Now, I have named this Cancer Time 76 because <laughs> I, I know for a fact I play, I mean, most of the games I play are straight up multiplayer. And I play lots of survival games. Uh, Conan Exiles, I just started playing Raft. Um, I have tried several others. Um, and if there's anything I know, I did not, I've never played Rust, but I have a bunch of people in my gaming group who play Rust. And Rust is a fucking place of cancer. It is like one of the worst gaming communities next to League of Legends or uh, League of Legends. Yeah. So it's a pretty toxic <laughs> gaming community. And like people just run up to you and smash your head with rocks. There's no friendliness. There's no like, oh, we'll help you. Conan is a little different. People don't just grief you. They're more incentivized to be nice. But not in Rust. There's like no one gives any zero fucks. Um, another game that got ruined by that Rust style player base was Life is Futile, the MMO, um, which which could have been really good. Like it could have been great, but the game basically got destroyed by bugs and the fact that the player base is basically the Rust player base in a kind of a goon swarm style player base. And so I'm kind of we're taking bets in my gaming group as to how bad. Fallout 76 is going to be because the people who play these games are are either PVE people who want to build and like farm and you know do the hard thing or people who are just fucking like we're professional raiders you know um and then at a lower level it's the people who are like we're just monsters like we're just kind of fucking we want to fuck with you just to fuck with you they're griefers and there's a rust community i can tell you my gaming group we're basically professional raiders like that's all we do in conan and people like we've been kicked off many servers for raiding like crazy and it's fun raiding is fucking rewarding and it feels great you know you just go into someone's base and blow the wall open and steal all their shit you know so i can only imagine how this is going to become like you know we're not going to see any of the big communities people build in regular fallout three it's going to be like a little shack with all their shit tucked away in it and they're please don't notice me it's going to be like really bad and i'm just i don't know it's it's going to be fun but we'll see what happens i don't know so that's it that's all i have for that i um, only experience hearing about rust i've seen some videos but i have a few friends who play it and you know whenever the servers are reset and and uh, everything gets set back to to zero basically they're like and there's voice chat, so some some like naked guy is running after you with a like a wooden bow and arrow trying yeah. to hit you. And you're like, hey, hey, get back here, motherfucker! You're like, what? Stop chasing me! You're like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's there's some great videos of like there's a video of this guy. Uh, his name's Stumpy or Stimpy. Uh-huh. He he does. I watch. He's this dude. The best people. Okay, number one, everyone who plays Rust is like Australian or from New Zealand. Okay, and they're all crazy. If you've played a game with an Australian or New Zealand, they're all fucking insane. So this guy Stimpy or Stumpy, whatever his name is, he's Australian, and he plays. He's like he's like I'll just go outside, and uh, then there's some fucking naked kid outside. And he, the kid's like Ray! Ray! <laughs> It's like, it's, it's, dude, it's crazy. Some of the shit you see is so, it's so toxic. And I don't, I don't even get why people play that game. Like, I, I don't get it. And, um, we have another guy, uh, who plays Conan with us. And he was like, yeah, playing Rust is like, it's just a race to get the AK. So they, they do have a tech tree in that game, but you just build the AK and that's the top of the tech tree. And then that's it. 
You know, like, what do you do now? Just grief people. That's all you do. Like, there's nothing else. There's no outlaw overlying. There's no deep story or lore going on. Um, it's just a big open world with a great building system that uh, allows you to grief people. Um, so Conan, I think that the pretty thing with Conan is there's a bunch of other shit happening in the game. There's, like, b- raid bosses and bases, crazy bases to build, and you can basically make your build your base to a point where if you have enough people, many hands make light work, and you can just kind of make it happen. But if you don't have that, if you're solo, like, you can't play these games solo, and I think a lot of people still play games solo. You know, like, multiplayer is the way to go. It's just, I don't know. Anywho. So, yeah, that's 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 gonna be that. Um, we'll see what happens. Nice. Um... Next up is a trailer for World War Three. Uh, this is going to be... I'm kind of looking forward to this just because there's a lot of things in the video I think are dumb, but I think it's also going to step into the shoes that Battlefield 3 and 4 abandoned for going to old wars, which I just am tired of seeing. Like, I'm, I Battlefield, I'm tired of Battlefield 1. Tired of Battlefield 2. Just I don't, I don't want... like <laughs> The new one's Battlefield 5, and it's about... Is it? It's not Vietnam. It's it's World War Two. You know, I'm just like enough. And it looks like crap. It looks like absolute crap. So, um, this is this is gonna. I'm looking forward to this. You know, it'll be a, it'll be current warfare, not the future, not the ancient past, not the distant past. You know, not yesteryear. It'll be it'll be like warfare in 2018. So I'm looking forward to this. We'll see how this comes out. I'm pretty sure this is by a Russian developer, which is always sketchy. Um, I play I play Escape from Tarkov, sketchy ass developer. You have to buy the game on their website. You can't buy it through Steam, you know. So it's a good game, but it's very sketchy. So the same thing here, and this actually the way it, way it looks reminds me of Tarkov, the way it's been released and stuff like that. Like Tarkov had all this really great footage and stuff, and so people saw it and they like read all this stuff into the trailers and they're like, oh my god, look, he's got a fucking blah 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 blah, you know. So it's supposed to have some of the custom ability, customization of Tarkov, but for the add-in vehicles and things like that also. So we'll see what happens. <coughs> yeah, that's it. Well, I hope for the best. I hope you enjoy it. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure when you start playing it, we'll hear about it. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Nice, Mike. Would you care to continue? I would care to continue. Thank you, Evan. You're welcome. So next up on the IO panel, we have (laughs) (laughs) this article from Motherboard, which is a part of Vice. And this uh, gentleman has created a a special NES cartridge that's based around a Raspberry Pi 3. But he puts it in a NES... And he uses it to play a Super Nintendo game on the NES. The fuck? Mm-hmm. Calling it Reverse Emulate. That's funny. <laughs> uh, I gotta ask why. <laughs> why you not? Some things nobody did it before. Some things are a waste of time and capability. Like this guy, like could be doing any number of things. This is what he's doing at this time. <laughs> It just seems like a waste of of his brain. I mean, know? he's already conquered all of the world's actual issues, James. So why not move on to this? <laughs> I love this. If you watch the video, hit play on the video. I'm not listening to audio, but 
he's like, what is funny? And then he's like, this is funny. Then he's like, not funny. And, it, and, and not funny is this guy like with X's on his eyes eating a shoe. <laughs> and then it's like funny. And it's like a, what it looks like a very smart professional Asian man also eating a shoe. And he's like, this is funny. You know, I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening. This is fucking weird. <laughs> so, uh, it says in a, in a meta twist, He's also able to emulate the game Mario Brothers on the NES. So it's emulating itself, emulating playing a game that it could natively play. (laughs) And then after the article was written, a black hole formed, and now we're in a quantum reality. Well, yeah, exactly. So so it says in the video here, he he calls it uh, a strange loop which is a concept described by the philosopher Douglas Hofstadter that breaks the regular rules of hierarchies. Uh, This philosopher has written extensively about the relationship between strange loops and human consciousness. And Murphy suggests that the the video, uh, he suggests in the video that the experiment demonstrates how we could come to augment the human brain with technological parts. Stop. <laughs> yes. Fuck From Nintendo's. <laughs> so if you want to enhance your brain with technology Yo, from I 1985. <laughs> I hate this guy. He made something from fucking fucking DIY, you know, how, and he's fucking turned it into some kind of fucking psychological shit. It's bullshit. I hate this fucking guy. He's a nerd who wanted to do something cool. And he thought it was dope, so he did it. And then he's like, "Well, James, he does have a PhD." I was about to say, "I bet you." Of course, he, has a he fucking does. <laughs> he does have a PhD in computer science from Carnegie Mellon. Of course, he does. And he, so he's we need to get a PhD this. in computer science from Carnegie Mellon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we'll see who's so smart. I, I still hate this guy. Go SMRT. SMRT. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Go whitefish. It's like, what, what was it like? Hey, do you ever want to go to college? It's like, sure, I got twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Keep your man. hand in the cart at all times. So. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, that's that's impressive. Whether it's meaningful or not. What so, do we got? What do we got? Move on to the yum update. Just a quick mention. Um, some very smart Chinese scientists who probably have doctors in rice farming have, uh, over the past few decades, been breeding a grain, a grain or strain of rice that is very resistant to salt water that they have tested um, growing in Dubai or uh, UAE and actually yielded quite promising results. So they're going to, by 2020, they're going to set apart... Uh, I want to say like 10% of Dubai's landmass, or maybe it was the UAE's landmass, for rice farming. Uh, hmm. That's about it. So you can grow rice with salt water. As global warming increases and the sea levels rise, they'll give you more salt water for, uh, for rice. And then well, you can sustain more people to enhance the global warming, and it's a never-ending cycle. Let me turn this quick topic into a long, drawn-out rant. Please do. Um, so like the rice is like the rice conspiracy. Is <laughs> no, 
I'm just saying this is a great example of how if you've done something for a long ass time, you're an expert in it and you can grow the technology of it. You know, like I'm looking at this thing. Everybody in this fucking thing's Chinese. Yes. <laughs> you know? I'm like, why are these people all why is everyone here Chinese? They got Chinese guys in the space it's their spacesuits and they got the the fucking written by a woman named Nectar Gan. She's Chinese. And then it shows these Chinese guys walking in a field in Dubai somewhere. And I'm thinking, why are all these people Chinese? And then I'm like, oh, okay. Because fucking Chinese people eat rice and they love fucking rice. And they're rice rice experts. They're rice experts. And <laughs> so, of course, they, they know everything that there is to know about rice. You know? Because they've been studying how to make better rice for like three or four hundred years. You know? This is and they're going to grow. In the, this story is in the South China Morning Post. Yeah, so it's not surprising it's written by a Chinese person. No, no, I, I realized that after I said that, but still. And you know, they're going to grow their economy by further diversifying in other countries. Now maybe Dubai will become dependent upon China. That's what China likes to do. They're they're yeah, they're fighting they're an economic war. They're fighting total war. They're winning. Um, they've said that. Yeah, they are winning. Um, but you know what's funny? So our technological supremacy is totally being supplanted by this like idiotic, you know fucking budgets and everything else this guy that guy curious droid in that video about the aerospike engine he talks about why we don't have aerospike engines because they're far far superior to regular bell engine shapes like they're basically the reason we have multiple stage engines is because the bell engine design is inefficient at a certain like the the engine used to get off the ground becomes inefficient so many miles up because air pressure changes mm-hmm so then you need the next stage of engine, and then that one becomes inefficient in a zero air pressure situation, and you need the next stage of engine. Well, aerospike engine becomes, because of the nature of the reversed bell, so you take a bell like this, you take that, and you do that. That's an aerospike. You just f- reverse it like that. Because you do, yeah, because, because of how it works, whatever, because of how it works, it can be efficient the entire trip. You only need one engine, you know? But he said that the nature of the American space system is once you design something to get it to 100% where it works, don't do anything else. Stop. Go to the next thing. Like that's how they design, that's how they set up the space program in the 60s. And we're not innovating. We're just doing that. We're like, like even SpaceX, they don't have a fucking, a fucking program like this. They don't have a program for the aerospace engine. They're just like, no, we're going to stop. Even though at least two times, several times, they were like, NASA's like, we're going to work on an aerospace engine, but then it got canceled for this reason, that reason. The point is, and how this relates to rice is, if you take a level of expertise and you increase it throughout, you just keep working on it, you'll become an expert in that thing, you know? And you'll do stuff like what these guys did, which is, this is huge. This is huge for rice. Mm-hmm. Imagine growing rice in the middle of an ocean. That's fucking huge. Or you in know? a desert. Or in a desert. It's huge. 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 Yeah. Huge fucking guy. A serial crusher. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's huge. It's just, like we are underplaying how, how big this is. So, like this, our tech- this rice or just this, their, no, the rice. their, their, their discovery, their innovation, you know, okay. but this is only something only they could do because rice is so important to the Chinese diet, to the Asian diet. It's huge. Okay, but I think it's important to everyone's diet except Westerners for some reason. It, that's true, but I'm just saying, you know, obviously people in Abu Dhabi weren't like, let's get this rice game stepped up. You know, right. people in Germany were like, we need to get better rice. Nobody was doing that. It's Asian people. It's Chinese people who did it. Well, you know, it and that may sound everyone in 
Asia, maybe Africa, maybe South America. This didn't come out of Africa. Central. It didn't come out of America. It came out of China. It's clearly come out of China. This is a Chinese. No, I'm just saying who eats a lot of rice. Yes. Okay, that's most irrelevant to what we're talking about. Yes, most of the world eats a lot of rice, and it's important to most of the world. You're right. But for this particular what we're saying here, Chinese scientists have successfully grown and harvested rice right. in the deserts of Dubai. Right. Done. The, the point is, is these guys, like, it's a major focus. You know, trying to continuously improve upon something rather yeah, than saying, okay, exactly. well, we grow enough for now. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, and maybe that, that's, they realize their population is just going to continue to grow. Is it pretty is much it exponentially? Though? Is it though? I think they got a problem with that over there though, right now. <laughs> I'm sure they have a plan for that, but I think they have a problem with that right now. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. What's, pro- what's, they, what's the problem? There's too many dudes over there for not enough women. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 13 or 14 to 1 or something like that. Really? Yeah. Because they had the one child policy and Japanese families, Chinese families, like, we need men. So they would just either not have female, not have daughters, or, you know, if they had a daughter, they would, you know, fucking honor killing them or whatever they did. I don't know if that's a Chinese thing, but they (laughs) they did something. Anywho. Yep. Sorry, that was my rant. It's unrelated, but it just to me it was like a sign of like expertise gone, like the way it's supposed to do. And you should not stop trying to grow a thing. You should never stop iterating or innovating. I agree. Hmm. But that's not how companies make a lot of money from contracts. No, yeah. And that's actually what his that's what his the guy was saying about uh um the aerospace. That's what he says about the aerospike and about Elon Musk. He's like, he's like, if you're a, if you're a young company trying to get into the space industry, you're not going to have aerospike engine because it needs it still needs research, even though it's basically been it's a proven theory and it's better. You don't you still have to research it and build an entire system around it. Yeah, you know, and it's just too expensive. You know, there is a company trying to use aerospike engines for for uh, satellite deployments. So we'll see what happens with that. But I just hate to see us lose. I hate to see like a technological dead end occur because we're just too lazy or too unmotivated or too, or we lack the understanding to be willing to push through, you know? Well said. On that note, we'll move into the extra section. James, this is my link for you. It goes to a Facebook video of uh, a guy playing. What was it? Beat Saber, which we talked about last week or maybe yeah. the week before. And the uh, the background music is the best song known to man, Gillette by Dr. Disrespect. That's great. That's great. And this guy is pretty good. It's, a, it's an entertaining video to watch. I get... I It must be tailored to the song. Um, is that how the game works in general? Because, like, the cubes come in perfect sequence to the beat. Yeah, it's I don't know how they set this up, but there's a tool you can use to make your own uh songs for for Beat Saber, and I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, when you get a custom song, and you have to mod your Beat Saber to play a custom song, but when you get a custom song, it will automatically do this. It will it will it will set out the cubes and it will make them so everything comes and the obstacles obstacles come and everything else like that. Nice. So, it's it's cool. It's cool. Beat Saber is a lot of fun, man. This is an enjoyable game. Like this, I hate to, I, I would, I hate to say this, but this is a reason to get VR right here, because you'll just have fun playing this. Like this is great, and you like this guy. 
I've seen this guy. I forgot his name is like Rattergeist or Ratsgist or something, but his YouTube channel is just him doing this, and it's great. It's mm-hmm. great to watch. He's really good at it. Yeah, I thought you might like that. Yeah, little thank taste you. of the best a man can get. You know. Yeah, this is good. Mike, what do you got for us here? So first up, we have a seven hundred dollar electric license plate or electronic license plate, right? That uses uh, e ink technology, similar to like a like a regular Amazon Kindle. Um, it's cost seven hundred dollars, and not only that, so you probably have to get two of them, right, front and back. And then there's a $7 monthly fee for the service. Hmm. Is it an unsecure smartphone app, though? Is it? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's all, uh, you know, it's, you go to their website and whatever. It's, uh, it's through some company that has an agreement with the California DMV. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, right now it's only, and I don't even know if it's actually available yet, but it's going to be in California. but. Can't imagine anyone actually wanting this. I love this, like, no thanks. <laughs> because that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just dumb. Can you edit them? Can you do something with them to make it say, fuck you? You cannot. Oh, so that's stupid. Well, that would be illegal, right? Oh, there's a $7 monthly service? The only reason to get this is so you could have a James Bondian type experience where your license plate's like a brrrr, you know? Yeah, I mean, the cool thing is they can be like, if your car is stolen, they could, you know, put stolen on the license plate, or there's a child Amber Alert, or whatever, you know, some shit like that. Um, But, uh, you know, they could just take the license plate off the car. Also. Right. So, this yeah. is dipshit. He's a I dipshit, mean, and somehow he got money for this business, and it just makes me feel like I'm a failure at life. Horrible. Yeah, so that's funny. Um, And let's see. Oh, yeah. Weezer. So apparently, people have been wanting, and I say people, maybe these people over at Vice, have been wanting Weezer to do a cover of the song Africa (laughs) by the band Toto. I don't know how that's a thing. Like, what? Who been asking for that? I don't know. Several people, and Weezer has nothing better to do. So they they did a cover of it, and uh, I guess it's good. I don't know. I'm not like damn, you know. Yeah, it's whatever. It's a cover of Africa. It's a good cover of Africa, but it's not. It doesn't have Weezer style. You know, I don't know. Like there's in the middle, he's like, he's like. But Papa said it so. You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, does he do a thing? Well, he's you know, I, 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 I you know, uh, well, whatever. What's What's funnier though is the story of this. It's like, it's like, uh, for the last few weeks we've been asking or begging Weezer to cover the song. We even ele- elevated the voice. Uh, ha 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 ha. We dedicated a Twitter account for the sole purpose of making this happen. Like, why did we do this? It's like, number one, we like Weezer. Number two, we like Africa. This is our go-to karaoke song. Uh, 
on Fridays after 5 p.m., we kick off the weekend by blasting it at stun volume until people get annoyed and go home. We are the internet generation, and we feel entitled to things just by getting enough people online to demand them. (laughs) It says, after weeks of toying with us, and at one point even covering a different Toto song to fuck with us, (laughs) Rivers, Cuomo, and company finally did it. It says they covered it, and it is so beautiful that our entire staff started crying in unison. Is this a company dedicated to this? It's noisy at Vice. I guess they're the music people at Vice? I don't know. These guys are idiots. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> I think this is, you know, hyperbole. But Yeah, this is like their thing. Like they like this is their thing. For them. This is them for them. They did this. Nobody cares about this except for them. Very important to them. I've listened mm-hmm. to twenty seconds of the song. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, is this last what, one me? What? Uh, yeah. yeah. Once. What if? What if Nas made a song that's called "Going Back," and it was a cover of Africa? That'd be good. I'd be interested <laughs> in that. Just I'd be just interested. In I thought you were going to say, "What if Nas was one of us?" I was like, uh, "Wait a second, that doesn't <laughs> make sense." <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be interested in anything, any song, any 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 cover. Of a good song done by someone who's not in the same genre. Mm-hmm. So I would love like a if Megadeth co- covered Africa, or if Metallica covered Africa, or if Africa. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I'd love that. That'd be great. You know, or um, let me think. Uh, what's that guy? The blind opera singer guy. If he covered Africa, oh, you yeah. know, Andrea Bocelli. Yeah. You know, there's lots of people who could cover Africa, but, you know, I feel like if you're going to cover a song like Africa, you cannot be honorable. You need to do it your way. And I don't think that in this particular example, uh, uh, Weezer is capable. I think their way is very chill and they would do a song. They would do Africa, Africa. They would do it like Africa, you know? I feel like they'd be better suited to like. I know they could remake songs, but I'd look like let let them redo a Nas song. You know, that'd be interesting. I'd like to see that. You know, or a Metallica song, or Whiskey in the Jar. That'd be nice. I'd love to see that. Hey Evan, who does the cover of? So there's Down with the Sickness by Disturbed, and then mm-hmm. there's the cover that's like Richard Cheese. Is that what it is? The guy who's like. You are down with the sickness. Yeah. Yeah. I've Richard never Chase. heard that. Oh. Whoa. Yo. I heard you, know, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, you don't whoa, know who Richard Cheese is. No, unless it's the same guy. Uh, it's a lounge singer who does songs. Then, no. There's another guy, a gigantic fat man on YouTube who plays like a guitar and matches other like pop beats. To the lyrics of uh, "Somebody Once Told Me" by Smash Mouth. Oh my mm. god! All right, it's in the uh, it's in the chat. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and I it's just, the, I just the, put it there too. Oh yeah, the album's called "Appetite for Destruction." Yeah, that's it. You got it. Very good. 
Yeah, honestly, it's like, it's like does, on the piano and like someone with a yeah. bass and you know. Dude, he does honestly everything Richard Cheese does is great. He does uh chop suey. Um and and you know really? yeah, yeah, it's great. He's he's really good and he's you used to be able to one of the guys in our gaming guild saw him live at a lounge in California once and he was like it was excellent, it's awesome. You know? Whenever you hear me say I need a tuxedo jacket, a le- a leopard or tiger print tuxedo jacket, it's because of Richard Cheese. Because he makes okay. it look awesome. Hmm. I'll counter your link with this playlist. This is the guy I was talking about. John John Sedano? Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> look at the neck beard on that guy. <laughs> look at the neck on that guy. Yeah. Absolute unit. <laughs> Evan, you got some competition here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this guy wins, you know, hands down. I can never compete. I could never, like, legitimately Dude, compete with this guy. This shit has 760,000 views. Yeah. And I you love know his I can icon. Make a video like this, right? Look at his icon. Look at the icon of his fucking, fucking, his fucking YouTube fucking icon. Oh, my God. <laughs> and every, it's every like a horrible song. Pokemon. Yeah. Every song is that song. Yeah, right? It's yeah. it's all that Blink-182 song. Um, Smash Mouth. Uh, Smash Mouth song. Yep. Ugh, this guy is hilarious. What do you mean like, every song is this song? I mean, like... Uh, let me go back to that. So, his vocal covers. So, Taylor Swift, Radiohead, Adele. Uh, he sings Smash Mouth over the other song or like the other beat and it, really? it matches you're like yo this could be a song ah! oh my god yeah Evan, that's amazing i know <laughs> such did there's so much work that must go into this oh uh, oh he's done other stuff though he he has a hurt a cover of hurt his arms are huge yeah Oh my god, this guy, man. And you know what's sad? A guy this funny, I hope nothing happens to him. Yeah. Because he's hilarious. Like, this guy's fucking a funny, a com- comedic genius. That's oh my god! He got me, yo! He got me! <laughs> oh! It's like Johnny Cash hurt cover, and he's playing the guitar himself. He's like, don't, don't, boom. Don't don't boom don't don't somebody. somebody. Well, I was like, every, oh! song, every song, got him. <laughs> he does a Weezer one too. I just posted that oh. in there since we're talking about Weezer. I'm listening to the Weezer one right now. Yeah, <laughs> Wonder It's like 27 seconds in, he gets started singing, <laughs> and he can play the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what was the other one? John Cheese. This is so Some stupid, man. Not John Cheese. God damn, Richard dude. Cheese. Richard Cheese and John the, Cheese is different. Someone else. <laughs> all right, Richard Cheese and John Sedano. Both of those guys. Check them out. Yes, maybe that'll have to be our song of the song it, of the it whatever. Might be our song of the thing. God, song of the thing. The week you fucking spend too much time around James. <laughs> oh, getting retarded? Yeah. Oh, Michael. <laughs> oh, man. I can't say that anymore. Not a good word. Um, I said it. 
I'm saying it. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. You don't care. All right. So this last one is me, right? Yes. All right. So I think I covered this before, actually. Um, I think I covered Manga Park before. It's a place where I watch read manga. It's free. Um, this particular manga, I've read this, and I was I've been in the middle of reading it. I'm about a hundred and about episode 150, page 150, or uh, yeah, episode 150 of it. Um, and I thought about, I was like, Evan would like this just because it's so ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to read the summary here. High school girl Yuri suddenly finds herself on a rooftop of a high rise building. She's trapped in a bizarre world surrounded by skyscrapers where a masked man cracked open another man's head with an ax before her eyes. The original author of agent, uh, Tusuni Marie works in collaboration with blah 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 to blah 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 for this uh, skyscraper suspense. So basically, they're in a they're somehow teleported to a world unbeknownst to them where there are people wearing masks with smiley faces on them who are using various weapons and skills to kill the people without masks. And the whole idea is to invoke despair in the person. So the whole, the mass wants you to commit suicide. So they chase you around with an ax, or if you don't commit suicide, they'll ki- just kill you outright. Um, and they're using axes and shovels and cheese graters and sniper rifles and all kinds of crazy shit. Like they just give them like random shit and like, go kill people. And the max is the mass. So it turns out the mass, the mass themselves can program the human brain to go and follow these rules and it's just it's crazy man it's it's fucking crazy i know none of you guys are going to sit down and actually read this but it's so nuts and all the all the rooftops are are connected by suspension bridges and you can't get to the ground the ground level's blocked off and it's just like every other episode someone's getting thrown off a building and just like splatted it's just fucking ridiculous man anyway good times watching this uh reading this i'm really enjoying it that's so weird. Yeah, it's really strange. It's super strange. Uh, high-rise invasion, sky violation is what it's called, or Tenku Shipan. Yeah, Tenku Shipan. Yeah. It looks cool, but it's a lot for me to read, and I'm oh, not no, used no. to it. So no, no, it's it's definitely not. I'm I'm not expecting anyone to read it. It is a lot to read, but it's just it's just the Japanese brain is like totally wired differently than ours. Yep. It's just crazy that they come up with this shit. Um, let me add one thing in to you guys' dismay that I just picked up and I read. I started reading it, listening to it on pod on uh, Audible yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so I was watching Instagram, and Instagram just knows me so well. I don't know how, but it does. And I this ad came up in my feed, and it was like the newest lit RPG series, Gun. Uh, what is it called? Gunmeister Online, Adult and Uncensored. That's what it's called, right? And I was like, oh shit, they called my name, <laughs> you know? So I just clicked on it and listened to a little bit of it. I was like, okay, all right. So I went and added to my wish list. I sped, sped through my other book to finish it so that I could listen to this book and all day Saturday and then into well into last night when I couldn't sleep, I was listening to it. It's so good. It's so fucking weird, but it's so good. So they live in a world where there's full dive VR 
you put on the headset and it connects you to another place and you're just like you don't move around you're just there like you know like you think vr supposed to be Mm -hmm. so you go to this fucking world and in the world you spawn into a cloning facility you make your clone you have five experience points you five stat points to put in five different stats once you set those points, they're set. You cannot change them unless you pay a lot of money to change them. You don't grow in rank or skill points, nothing like that. You can't change any of that stuff. The way you grow is you rank up by like a Tarkov-style gameplay mechanic. So the guy gets out of the he gets out of the cloning facility. He's in a towel, you know. He's standing there in his towel, fresh out of the cloning goop, and he's like, "Okay." The guy's like, "You get your first gun. We're gonna give it to you." And he's like, well, maybe I want to go buy a gun. He's like, you can't buy guns here. He said, the guns are are non-player characters. So you can't buy or sell guns. You have to contract with the gun. The gun has to want to be with you, and you have to want to be with the gun. And I was like, this is weird, right? So he goes into the next room, and he starts looking at all the guns. The guns are all laid out on the tables and everything. And... The looks at the gun, and he when he looks at the gun, he looks above, and then a picture of the gun's NPC player character persona is there. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. So he sees this like really buxom blonde with big tits, and so he says, "Oh, this is the gun." You know what I mean? So he picks up the gun, and he's like holding it, and it's a 1911 Colt government. Okay, he picks up the gun. He he's never fired a gun before. And then as soon as he picks it up, the girl spawns there, and she's like, hey, thanks for da-da-da-da-da, you know, talk. And he's like, he's like, I think you're the gun for me. And she's like, great, let's go contract. So he's like, we're going to go in the other room and, and do the contract. They go in the other room, and of course, it's a fucking bedroom. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and so the hilarity ensues from there. And, I mean, you'd think, so I was reading this book, and I thought, oh, this is going to be a real piece of shit. This is going to be like a tawdry piece of shit, like, you know, sex pterodactyls from outer space or some shit like that, <laughs> you know? So as I'm reading the book, it's actually not a piece of shit, but it's just written some aspects of it, it's like he crams into her sex. I mean, some aspects <laughs> of it are written like that, but for the most part, it's actually a really good lit RPG and I'm really enjoying it and I'm be so mad when it's done. Um yeah, it's crazy though. It's good. It's a so fun there's no time. No follow up. It's just the one book. Uh, I mean, it just came out. Okay. It's it's part of a. It's it, it's in the universe of this other book by the same author called Negalis Online. Uh, but there's no audiobook for Negalis Online. I might just go buy that one. But that book is that 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 game is featured in this story also. So <laughs> it's it's interesting. We'll see. Um. But they have male guns and female guns. But it's it's interesting. It's an interesting world, honestly. Uh, I'd love to play that video game with even without the sex parts. I would love to play the video game that's in that they feature in there. It's uh, basically Escape from Tarkov, except Tarkov doesn't have a world that you're in. The only place that you're physically represented is inside the raid. So this is Tarkov, where except you're physically represented everywhere else. So Tarkov with a slash of Gun Gale Online, the Sword Art Online video game movie book or series anime. If you've you guys have never heard of that, but it's it's an anime lit RPG basically uh, called Gun Gale Online. And I feel like this is this guy stole that concept basically and added sex, you know. <laughs> so okay, yeah, 
but you like it and that's what's important oh it's awesome it's great it's not all about sex it's not it's barely any sex in it honestly but enough yeah <laughs> it just it is enough it's enough to keep my attention oh yeah i'll find the link and put it in the description there all right thanks that sounds good uh any closing arguments gentlemen before we get out of here mm, i don't think so no all right i think we've had a pretty good show um thank you all for listening Check us out at our website, iopanelpodcast.com. You can find all of our social media links if you'd like to interact with us. Um, you'll find our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. I guess slide into the DMs. Um, email us, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. There's uh, also, on our website, you can find a couple ways to support us, Amazon Affiliate and Patreon. You can also find direct links to the RSS feeds and other ways to get the podcast. Um, For all of us here, thanks for listening once again. We'll talk to you next week. Dreaming. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming.